probably sign out of Skype actually if I'm in there, right? What? I should probably sign out of Skype if I'm in there. Whoops. That's not well, you know what? I, I deleted the regular intro off of here. It's not on here anymore. Huh. That's a shame. Why is there black tape on the table? <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. Welcome to the show, guys. This is it. We're live. Are oh, you doing that? Well, I don't have the jingle I wanted. I guess I could use this one just in a shout out to Gitmo. Sure. Conspiracy season, high paranoia. Here comes another show for ya. They're the kings of America. They're the kings of America. Everybody listen to Darren and Graham. That one we've had in the fucking holster for a long time. A couple of years. Yeah. Has it been a couple of years since we got our first jingle? Oh, already? yeah, for sure. So we're just celebrating our four year here we tonight. Wait. We've got James hey, wait. with us. You didn't do it, Darren. Oh. How many years now? Four years. Okay, you got to do a thing. What thing? You can't talk yet until you do oh. introduce him. And first, <laughs> as always... I don't have one ready to go. What do we got under <laughs> Graham Hobbit King Dunlop? <laughs> There's no such thing as a Hobbit King. Is there not? Somebody's no. got to run the Hobbits. No, okay. it, they don't have kings. What do they have? What do they have? I don't know. Wizards? Just president? Chiefs, maybe? Chiefs? They Hobbit don't have chiefs. chiefs. I think they're more kingly. Yeah, they seem more kingly. <clears throat> no, they don't. They don't. Dwarves, I think that's all everybody dwarves. else. The dwarves and the elves and all that have the, kings. The I don't the think Hobbits the Hobbits just run fucking... They just, they're like a... Autonomous community, like they're. Hey Siri, you've got a lot of fucking respect of for fucking hobbits. hobbits. Bilbo Baggins. They're like libertarians; they just run their own shit. Graham Dunlop's the new leader of the hobbits. Graham's the hobbit Who king. Was it? Graham Dunlap. What was I calling him yesterday in the chat? Graham fucking. Never mind. Fuck. Enough about me. <laughs> enough of. It's always about you, eh? So how you been, buddy? Welcome to year four. I'm good. I'm excited. We got lots of good guests lined up and we've had a good year. People have been calling already. We got James in the studio with us too. Hey, what's up? It's inspiring. Wow. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. We do have to stick. We're going to have a bunch of listeners on tonight. We do have to stick to like 15 minutes. It's got to oh, be yeah, pretty was, hard. Like 10 Graham. or 15 minutes. I was going to use Graham International Sex Symbol Dunlop. Oh, thanks. Because of the art for the episode. Have you seen the art for the episode? Beefcake. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. You're you're total beefcake. Thanks, Nap. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of people in this chat. What the fuck? Didn't see that coming. Ah, well, at least you know people are listening. For the five or six ladies out there in Grimerica land, uh, <laughs> Grambo is a, certainly a beefcake. Oh, come on, yeah. James. He's the local stud. We'll have to post some pictures of his calves. The Hobbit stud. From yeah. Hobbit to stud? I think in 10 minutes? In I think 10 seconds? a picture of his calves floating around already. Yeah. He'd definitely be a Hobbit gigolo. I gotta be careful now that pictures are getting out there. Calf pics? No, the fucking Mars One pic that you're looking <laughs> for. Out, so Graham's accusing me. So we, we. So anyone who's looking for Graham's Mars One pic, if you just search Grimerica into your Google Images search... It's going to pop up, and in the first couple rows of pictures, 
There's Grambo. The password's Rambling Gram. G R A H A M. If you type Gramerica into your Google image search, you're going to ha- find the elusive Grams Mars One uh, application pick. I don't think we should talk about this. <laughs> Just add a link in so, the show notes. <laughs> so we threw it in there, and Gram was all upset at me. Fucking, but quite angry. I picked up a vibe of anger. So we, we decided to throw the laughing because yeah, yeah. we were laughing yeah. hysterically too. He was sure that it's I posted aggressive. it and I had broken this, this sacred trust that I had promised him I wouldn't post a picture. So we chased the picture back. And, and Google had grabbed it on its own from my Mars One application. No, from your Mixer profile picture. Oh, from my Mixer profile picture. That's even worse. Yeah. I could see Mars One giving it out, but Mixler just, so Google's just grabbing that pic Why from Mixler. Why are you using a picture you don't want people to see as a profile picture in a social media site? Well, I, it was just Mixler. It was our, it was our, <laughs> I thought it was pretty safe there. Only people that were in there would see it. You only had like fucking 50 listeners. That was a problem. So how you been, James? Welcome back to the studio. Thanks, guys. I'm pretty good. I'm just trying to find out who the king of the hobbits is. Are I don't know. It's Frodo now. No, no, no. You guys are, they're, they're libertarians. They don't have kings. <clears throat> the hobbits are way more socially advanced than the humans and the elves and the dwarves and all that. I thought um, you were the hobbit king. Actually, that hobbit king one's been suggested by a few people. So I think we're going to do a bit of a call-in show. We got a bunch of people who want to call in or who have, we, do, we can't really do a call-in show because we don't have a phone number. So uh, what we normally do is we just line these people up beforehand, and that's what we've done. We've got, I think, five or ten people that are going to... We're only going to do one at a time. Come on, we're going to do one at a time, because in the past we just found they got out of control, and it just, we didn't get to everyone. So we're going to do probably like... Ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Ten to fifteen minutes with a hard stop at fifteen minutes, if required. And uh, For guys like Adam. To try and plow through everyone here as quick as we can. That's kind of what we're going to do. We'll try and get through all the jingles, too. Like, uh... Oh, people are trying to find the Mars One picture. Oh, see? You know... <laughs> Grandma's having problems already. So, who should we start with? Maybe Felix? Sure. Did you add him already? I think he's added, yep. Should I log out of... Uh, yeah, you should log out. I should out. log out. And we'll start with Felix, and while I ring up Felix, I'll throw in the jingle that the people in the live already heard, but nobody on the episode heard yet. This is my favorite jingle that Felix has sent in so far. Uh-oh. Remember to turn down your volume before you answer, because there's a delay. 
Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. I don't understand what a Skype bot is or why anyone would want to add one. Blah blah blah. And the so and so. Webcam glitch, you know. Blah blah blah. Oh, filter. Do I gotta have to mute this here? I think it's actually the. Uh... Howdy. Hey, how's it going, Felix? Oh, well, uh, do I have to turn the volume down here? No, you shouldn't. Only if you're listening to it on Spreaker, you might have to shut that off. Okay, so I have headphones on, and I can uh, kind of hear you through uh, hear you through my uh, computer here. Yeah, you sound pretty good. Okay. All righty. So, so first and foremost, thanks for all the jingles. He's the jingle master. Yeah, uh, I do my best. Jingle King. I thought we settled on King. King, king of Jingles? The King of Jingles, yeah. I got lots of uh, sleeves up my jingles. You have to send Darren the isolated uh, blobbity blah track for him because he wants to do something with it. I, I've been meaning to do that. I just gotta, I gotta find time. It's gonna be a text tone. Yeah, Uh-oh. it'd be pretty simple. I got it. I got it isolated already. It's pretty good. I kind of think I want that for Graham too. Will do. Will do. Blobbity blah. Blobbity blah. So uh, Graham, uh, you, you ended up getting that uh, the package, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we have the package. That that was the the whole focal point of the conversation here. I was thinking, oh, you gotta, you guys gotta open that up on air, uh, or I'll have nothing to talk about. All right, you want to do that, then, James? You open it. <coughs> we'll hold this. Hold the joint. Love you. have to talk. It's kind of cool to get a, a glimpse of your guys' uh, studio. Oh, geez, well. we got the. Does the camera look too. okay over there? Because on our end, it looks completely fucked. Uh. It's uh, it's freezing up a little, but uh, I get the the gist of it. Maybe should we do the camera part? I tried unplugging I'm, it and plugging it back in. No, close the camera and then start it up oh. again. I haven't used uh, my webcam for like five years, and I had some uh, like electrical tape over it, and so smart. Know, uh, you took off the tape for the show. Took off the tape for the show. Nice. Oh, happy birthday! By the way. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, four, we, four years. We uh, I drove all the way back to the PO box to get this gift. So let's see what Darren's got. All the way. So what's happening? Because I don't think that they wrote down the, the PO box, and I guess uh, that that's my. They don't actually send it's it a to breakfast the PO sandwich box. maker. Yeah, FedEx is weird like that. You know, like I have a PO box because I'm not at home to pick up packages. You know. Was it just uh, next to the uh, post office? Or? Yeah, some, somehow it got delivered to the store next door. They had access to it somehow. I don't know. Somebody signed for it. So. And you figured out who uh, someone who signed for it was called the N Deep? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like a bit of a prank to me. Do we have the yeah, letter? I was wondering. Don't. It almost seemed like someone was like sabotaging this, uh, me sending this gift to you guys. Yeah. With this, uh, the King of Jingles. Not shingles. Here we go. Don't open until passport. Dear Darren and Graham, I love the show. Here's a gift for the both of you. 
Enjoy. Sincerely, Felix Berto. Berto or Berto? Uh, both. Both, both works. Both work. Did you pull it out? No, I'm just pulling the packing out. Ooh, let's see. Yeah. And so this is, uh, since this is like, uh, you know, all audio, I figured you guys could kind of describe uh, what I sent to you guys. Grambo currently before, has before a blue paper open... object in his hand <laughs> as he fiercely peels the tape away with excitement like Christmas Day. There's another. There's Tears. another. Oh, no, it's a mind, it's a mind game. What does that say? It says, do not open until passport episode, which is now. Is that... He's it's holding a, a weird box. I've got a gift wrap. <laughs> nice blue stripe. How do you Save Sasquatch. Oh, it, nice. It has three lines on it. It's a thingamajooey. What are you supposed to do? Mine says you guys take know, the shot. Do you guys know what those are at all? I think it's a... No. Is it a jack-in-the-box? It's, um... They, like, mass uh, produce these things. They're called, like, uh, fidget cubes. So I, but I made oh, one yes, out of... I just read about these. Oh, nice. Oh, They're, is... like, all... Craze. They're like all the craze with like school kids these days. Um, they also have these things called like fidget spinners, and it's just for kids that are really, like, really like antsy and anxious. Oh, it's for adults too, apparently. I seen a kid with uh, his finger stuck in a fidget spinner on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, all swollen. His finger. Mine says they're take taking the, the shot. World, taking the world by storm. So what is it? Seriously, like fidgeting, like to keep your mind off stuff. Like it really helps, like therapeutically. It's like nervous energy, and they, they say that it's for, like, uh, kids with ADHD and that, uh, you know, it's, it, it takes their nervous energy away and, like, uh, makes them, you know, keeps them from, yeah, just nervous energy kind of thing. And, and what I was thinking is that uh, Darren can use it when you're doing the UFO co- uh, quotes instead of just... Uh, instead of being on his phone. I'm going to be playing with this thing constantly. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, what happened is... Um, Darren, yours was kind of my first prototype, so it's kind of defective. Like uh, two of the things don't don't spin too well, but uh, Graham's works. You know, no, his is pretty good. His is good. You made Uh, you made these? Made them, yeah. Cool. And uh, those three little lines—that's it's magnetic. Yeah, I was picking shit up with Graham. And then you got. I can pick. Darren, what do you got on yours? I have a compass. Compass. Take, Take the shot. And a take the shot. This is for Bigfoot hunting. And I, I was thinking, I hope that the, the magnets on grams didn't, uh, like, magnetize your compass on yours. Oh, that might have happened, actually. I was, I was trying to figure out why north wasn't north. Yeah, but we're in a Faraday cage, too. That <laughs> it could, could be, be because we're in a Faraday cage of electrical signals bouncing back and forth all over the place. That could be, but I, yeah, I hope it didn't uh, ruin it. But you can pop that out, I think, and, and, and replace it with another compass if you need to. This is great. Thanks, Felix. This is perfect for when Graham's rambling. You're welcome. Blah, blah, blah. So I made a couple extra ones. I made like two for, uh, for my nieces and sent those off to them, and I made one for myself as well. So how do you how do, you do it? Because it's in this box. Like it's... Um... It's in the, the wood, so you glue all this wood together around some central uh, thingamajiggy? Yeah, so there's like five pieces, and there's like a couple like axles, and then you kind of just inlay them, and it takes a little bit of kind of planning. And yeah. and the button, the button, I actually like hot glued like a spring to it on the inside, and I saw a guy on YouTube do them, so I just kind of took the idea. It's not like an original, but... Cool. This is fantastic. I have an 18-hour drive coming up. This will be perfect. 
Just hit the button while you're driving. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> when my kids are screaming. Beep, 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 beep. I had a couple of topics I wanted to talk about. Okay, let's go Absolutely, for it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I had a synchro today that I, I already kind of know the rating for it. Ooh. Excuse to play a uh, jingle. Do you have a do you have a favorite synchro jingle? Uh, I think the Ramblin' Graham one's pretty good. Damn right. I'm a Ramblin' Graham with synchronicities all over the web. And Darren is skeptical about everyone and don't believe it yet. All right, go for it. All right, so I would normally rate it like a four. And then since it has to do with the show, I'm guessing it's going to be a 4.42. So I'm <laughs> prefacing with that. The king of jingles gets preferential synchro treatment. All right, well. Pay to play. Um, it's kind of like pay to play. It's America's version of pay to play. Yeah, we're the um, Clintons. <laughs> bribery. So I was eating, making breakfast this morning, eating some eggs. So I eat eggs every day. So that's kind of a factor that I factored in for the 4.0. Uh, I eat eggs every day, right? Uh, and I was listening to one of your guys' shows, and uh, Alex Sakaris was like uh, one of the, the guests you were talking to. And he had mentioned something about uh, some paradigm, you know, breaking or something or other, and that it was going to fall down like Humpty Dumpty. And then I look over at my egg carton, and the brand of the egg carton was Humpty Dumpty. And so I said, "Oh, synchro, perfect timing for the show." That's like since I eat two of those. I eat eggs every day. I figured that you guys would give it a low rating. That's pretty much it. Is it always Humpty Dumpty eggs, or uh, it's something different? Well, every once in a while, James, you should. You got James has a dairy synchro to go along with this one. It just happened like the other day, right? Are eggs considered dairy? Yeah, I believe so. Why, yeah, go, go ahead. Why the you fuck would an egg be considered dairy? This is from a farm. Talk, no. talk to the doctors. <laughs> doctors didn't understand. They just put all the animals together. <laughs> okay, go ahead, James. There's no chance that an egg is considered dairy. That's yeah. true, because then bacon can be considered yeah. dairy. <laughs> like, what's the difference? Sheep dog. I think it's meat and dairy is the category. But eggs aren't meat. Yeah, they're protein. But that's not meat. Actually, I think technically an egg is a chicken's period. If you want to get real technical. It's, I don't know where I read that, but I just read it recently that. There's a jingle there somewhere. When when you say it's, when you call an egg an unfertilized baby, this, this, the scientist is like, no, it's closer to their, like sure cycle they're, shooting blanks that's just their fucking their period the protein period their period excretion what was your guest's name they're talking about the f- farming stuff that's uh, joel salton okay so he was talking about how he just found out that there was a law that uh, so first of all i'm driving back from scott having on sunday i'm just driving along it's like an hour and a half drive and i'm listening to your last app and he said he just found out that there was a law banning the shipment of whole milk on public roads in Alberta, raw milk and yeah, of raw milk. Sorry, whatever. Whole milk. Isn't that kind yeah. of the same in Alberta? It's illegal. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, he Pretty says different. that he says it's found out that it is illegal or whatever. I look up and I'm driving right past a milk truck. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. 
Like, because you don't see a lot of milk trucks out on the road. No, a big milk truck. that had milk, like a big thing on it. Yeah, I took a picture of it. Yeah, right when I was passing that milk truck. What did I give you? 642. That's You give that all the time, though. That's like your standard. I need to see like Felix is 642 as well. I think we should get a 7, at least. That's pretty good. I'll give him a 6.92 just so he beats James. 6.9. I think Felix's was going to be, this is what I was picturing. That He says, it's Humpty Dumpty having a fall and, and... he looks over and two eggs fall off you okay. know, from the Humpty Dumpty box and crack on the floor. Yeah, but mine mine deserves it's, a higher score because you have to synchronize all of the things that had to happen for that. The guy had to get into his truck. He had to start it. At the, he had to go to the right speed. I had to be leaving the drop zone at the right time to get like right beside that milk truck. Not your score. When he We're talks. We're doing the fucking fortune cookie thing over again. <laughs> <laughs> It's a 6.42. I thought I bribed you enough already here. Come on. You're getting there. <sighs> I, got, I, got my, Stupid I got my next topic. I wrote. Okay. Perfect. Uh, all-time favorite guest, I'd have to say, I was thinking, was uh, Grant Cameron. Nice. And most recent episode of the you know third into the fourth year, uh, the, uh, that Alan Green guy was a really, really interesting uh, Shakespeare code guy. Ooh, Alan Green was a... Jam. We just kind of fell into him when he was a mind blower. Backstory with the the monkeys. He was like the James Bond guy, right? And he, uh, yeah, he ended up having like a heist at uh, some museum or something where he he uh, planned to have what was it? He planned to turn out turn the lights down low so they could do some like sonar or something under the building. Yeah, he was yeah he was doing radar on the on the mantle to see if there was a. Stuff hidden in the mantle, and he did it like he was all covered with the lights out, and they had the whole thing going on when they were playing music. Yeah, we had a couple people volunteer to go bust the mantle open. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was probably the one of the more recent good ones that you guys had. Have we still um, only had Grand Cameron on once? No, twice. Twice now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, he's just an interesting guy, Grant Cameron and Alan Green. And I did listen to that Alan Green song from the 80s, and that was pretty uh, pretty cool to hear. The cool thing about Alan Green was that he, someone emailed us. We had no idea who this guy was, and someone just emailed us, so you got to have this guy on. So we're just like, okay, boom, have him on. And then you just sit there for like two and a half hours with your jaw on the fucking table. <laughs> so who would you want us to have on, Felix, if you had your choice? Uh, I'd have to think about that one. Then I can get back to you guys in the chat or something. Okay. The chats. In the chats. In the chats. Um, Chabity chat. Yeah, putting me on the spot is kind of tough. How'd you I, find I the show? Uh, definitely through um, uh, Graylian Report. Micah Hanks. Nice. Yeah, just one one day, probably like a good three or four, or maybe like five or six months ago, he mentioned you guys, and I go, oh, that sounds interesting." The kind of just the name, and then um, I just started listening to you guys, and just kind of right off the bat, I was like, "These guys are pretty cool," and uh, liked what you guys are doing, and now I make jingles for you guys. <laughs> right. I on. was actually arguing with Micah the other day. What about? Oh, I argue. Whenever I listen to Middle Theory, I end up arguing. Really? I'll just start texting him. Really? I'm just like, you fucker. You fucking call me. <laughs> I think he does a lot of it on purpose. He just plays a character. But I think Michael, Michael Lean's pretty left. Yeah. But he's fun to argue with. 
because we have a good enough rapport, we can just sit there and text back and forth and hash it out. Mm-hmm. Well, we got about a minute so, left, Felix. You got anything else? Yeah, I just uh, hope you guys enjoy your gift. Uh, maybe uh, Graham, you can put it uh, posted on uh, Instagram so people can kind of see my uh, my handiwork. For sure, that's what I was planning. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tweet it. Tweet. And I'm glad uh, I'm glad it didn't didn't get lost. Happy birthday. And uh, love the show. Right on. Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Felix. Look forward to and the I next do, jingle. Uh, yeah, and I do have a couple of uh, sleeves up my jingle. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> that's, my, that's my catchphrase. I like it. Trademarked. Consider it trademarked. All right, let me say it one last time before I go. I got a couple of sleeves up my jingle. Perfect. It's a ringtone. <laughs> now, you, now you have it to cut out of the show to use in the that's right. next jingle. Thanks, buddy. I guess. Okay, yeah. Felix. Ciao for now. Thanks for having me on. Who's next? I thought you said you added everyone. I did, except for one guy. Which guy? Bob. Who's Bob? <laughs> Sideshow Bob? Oh, so they're just in order? Who wants well, to be next? Well, just fire away, buds. Who's next? Team D goes first, and then Team D. Team G. I'm gonna call Liberal Mike. Hope that works. Bam! I think Garrett's in. I thought. Don't we have Garrett on here already? Hey guys. How's it going, Mike? Going good. How about well, for you guys? Good. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. No problem. What do you want to talk about? Well, I don't know. He's not uh, even sure he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> we got some. Uh, we got some backup see. questions. If you if you're at a loss. Um. I mean, I can really talk about any direction you guys kind of want to take it. How I found the show. Um, oh yeah, that's a good one to start with. You go with that. Uh, favorite guest? Anything? Anything that really works? Ultimately, let's go with how you found the show. All right, uh, I'm gonna give you the Cliff Notes version. Ultimately, though, it's a pretty long story. Um, started out ultimately by a coworker recommending a book. He kind of led me to, or that book led me to, uh, what the bleep do we know? Oh, and I, like I started this. reading a book by. Absolutely. Uh, started reading a book by Joe Dispenza. <laughs> and just coincidentally, I was in Chicago and this Uber driver started talking about this stuff. Recommended something like six or seven different books. One of them was Graham Hancock. Started listening to uh, some of his podcasts. Led me to Randall Carlson. And then obviously that's uh, how I found you guys. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember that email. You, you must have sent that in an email. I read part of it on the show once. Uh, yep. I don't think I read the whole thing, but yeah, that's fantastic. I tried to get Joe Dispenza on. Uh, actually, we had him. Or was it the other guy I was thinking of? Yeah, we did, did try. Did we have Joe Dispenza? No, we didn't, but well, I was wanting, he was and one no of the luck? first ones. Well, no, I can't, I'm trying to remember now. We have better luck now than we yeah. did in the beginning. Yeah, I'm going to have to add him to the list and get him on. He's fantastic. I've seen him live before. It's great. Oh, you actually got to see him, huh? Yeah. I think it was in, I can't remember if it was in Calgary or Vancouver, but yeah, he was just fantastic. He's just one of these guys that... You know, it's, um, 
it's kind of one of those things where science really sort of meets spirituality, I feel like. Absolutely. I am uh, actually plan to see him in October, I think, up in uh, the Boston area. How long have you been listening? Uh, uh, it's got to be going on a year and a half, two years now. Look, that's part of the old guard, for sure. Part of the old guard. Who Who is your favorite guest? Have you heard all the episodes? Um, what's that? Have you heard all the shows? No, I'm slowly working through the back catalog. Uh, but I probably go back, yeah, about a year and a half. And then everything else, I'm just slowly listening to on some, uh, some work road trips, ultimately. Um, but I listened to it, uh, one of the older episodes, I think, Frank Joseph. It's a yeah. very good chat, actually. I'm thinking about buying one of his books at this point. Was that? I think we yeah. actually touched on aquatic apes a little bit in that one. Yep, exactly. Wonder and obviously, I've heard you guys talk about it in some later episodes, too, so it's kind of fun to hear Yeah, where it started, ultimately. I sent Grav another article the other day about how whales evolved from land animals, but, you know, he just refuses to believe it. I, I, I don't what do they it. think? What type of animal? What do you come from? Do you think? I don't think we evolve from species to species. I think we evolve traits as one species, but it doesn't. I'm gonna. We're gonna have somebody on. Well, that's it. right. You, we slowly and eventually you fucking evolve enough traits that you become a new species. No, that's, that's not. You don't just answer it like that. No. What do you it, mean? Because it, 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 we've got a guy coming on from Mac, macro evolution, and he'll explain. A guy you picked. Yeah. You handpicked <laughs> for your fucking little. I don't know what it is. Crusade against fucking. What exactly is macro evolution? It's about it's about us evolving like fast, and and then we we devolve or we actually like go extinct, but we don't evolve into different species, right? And All I don't. Right. I yeah, haven't. We do go evolve. No, no. Uh, this is what just, it'll uh, explain it. It's kind of like the human hybrid theory as well. It's not like have, it doesn't have anything to do with ETs. It's just another it better not person doing do great research on, on evolution. It's just like uh, Signature in the Cell, like trying to get Stephen Meyer on to talk oh, well, about I, that as well, right? Have you like, asked him about dolphins? You got to get him on at some point, yeah. Yeah, you've heard of you've heard of him? Yeah, I think I actually sent you guys the oh, uh, the recommendation. On that's that one. probably where, yeah. Was, so I've been what on that. Connor, we should ask Connor what he thinks about wolves and dolphins. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Where's your jingle, Graham, that I sent you? Oh, I can't. You've got it. I can't. I can't get it off. <laughs> why, are you why are you whispering? Why are you whispering? I can't get out. Cat. <laughs> He's not supposed to know I made that because it's in my. It's the only, the only way I can get it is in my text thread from James because I tried to save it to my phone. I can't get it anywhere. I thought I emailed it to you. No, you didn't. We well, have to play it anyway. Okay. Hey, so so speaking of what the bleep? Did you listen to our Stuart Hammerov episode then? Uh, yes, I believe I did. That definitely rings a bell. That was like um, 220, I think, wasn't it? Or 219 yeah, it yeah, it or somewhere long, in there. Not too long ago. Yeah, then I definitely listened to it. Yeah. What the bleep do we know is actually, you know, I watched that shit before when I was still drinking and didn't care about, I wasn't into any of this. I don't know if podcasts would have existed at that time. I guess they might have. No, but I don't think so. How long did that for? Uh, I don't know. Hey Siri, when did What the Bleep Do We Know come out? Do we know was released the 23rd of April 2000? Wow, you know, it's, I didn't hear it. what it's not too fucking often that he gets it right. It was April 23rd, 
Wow, I didn't realize it was that for that So long. that was before podcasts. Anyway, I watched that, you know, I think I just, and I, that was back, I rented that shit from Blockbuster, I think. Yeah. It was back in those days. I, saw so it I was just theater. like, oh, what's this? So I grabbed it, and I remember we watched it, and we were just like, holy fuck. And I remember we watched yeah, it like twice, and a lot of it kind of sticks with you, but there was really no, it didn't fucking hit me hard enough to really, because back in those days, if you really wanted to start climbing into rabbit holes, you had to really be want it you know what i mean it wasn't as easy as it, it is was nowadays it wasn't like, as readily available you know search engines were well i guess search engines were pretty readily available then but there wasn't really a lot of youtube stuff and things like that i don't think at least not that i was finding i saw really, the theater the best way i always found to do it is you find one author and that author leads to like 10 more and it just starts morphing from there but then it was kind of tough because there weren't as many people ultimately writing about it it wasn't getting out there as much and not certainly not like it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the other guy? There's a couple of them now, right? There's like four of them. Four sequels um, to that? Or three no, there was just a, it was a big extended. It ended up being in the three DVD extended set or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's three yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah I right. think you're right, Grant. So is that your favorite one then? Is that your favorite documentary? Ooh, I'm going to start asking these fucking guys what their favorite documentary is. Favorite documentary? That's a good question. Um, and I got some I shit think to watch. Up I think Zero Point is up there at this point, so I'm just starting to rewatch them now, too. That's not oh, Richard Zero Point Bear, documentary? No. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Zero Point as in Zero Point Energy? or? Yeah, it, I mean, they, they definitely touch on that, but there, I think there's like four different versions of it. And, you know, they touch on a bunch of... Uh, I guess they do a lot of like sacred numerology to start all the different things and uh, different ratios in the pyramids. And then they start going into uh, this one episode where they put Nassim Harriman on for like 45 minutes, just 45 minutes of worth the clips of his stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, work through some of his formulas. It's pretty powerful stuff. I got to say they do a good job kind of splicing it all together from a bunch of different locations. That sounds great. I'm going to check that out. Cause anytime you can get Nassim's work summarized in like 45 minutes, it's fantastic. Well, yeah, they take different clips of him talking and yeah. he, I mean, he, he's doing some incredible stuff. Ultimately. Did you ever get to see him, Graham? Or yeah. I know you're, yeah, I went and he was supposed he to be, uh, so he was at an event with uh, Marty Leeds and other, actually both of our other guests uh, were with him at this event. Um, Marty Leeds and one of the crop circle ladies. All right. Uh, geez, I'm going to feel terrible not remembering which one it was, but, um, uh, they were supposed to do like a round table at the end, but Nassim just didn't get off stage. Like he just talked for like three hours, four hours. It was crazy. Like he just kept going and going. Yeah. And he's got a pretty good sense of humor about everything too. Right. Like the way he sort of trashes the scientific, you know, dogma. Yeah. It was Which great. is all the more powerful. He can still get and reach these guys too, because he is making fun of them. But at the same time, they can't ignore it. Ultimately at this point, a lot of these guys have to ultimately look at what he's saying and go, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. One of the few people who have made that jump ultimately. He's like, good on the scene. Yeah. See, I wonder what he's doing. Cause he's harder and harder to get now on like available. Like even the people like that need any easier. I talked to the guys that organize these conferences and they said, even like when you've got him as a guest, like he's super hard to get a hold of. He's just that busy, but now he's in Hawaii, I think working on some sort of free energy. And you wonder how far a guy like that's getting with that, you know? Exactly. 
you know, you gotta hope somebody like that may be able to pull it off. Yeah. Without getting two, two to the head before. Yeah. They call those tans or something. Yeah. I don't know how much truth there actually is to that, but I heard a rumor flying around. All those naturopathic doctors? Cancer cure and doctors. I've been trying to get buddy from natural news on. What's his name? Mike something or other. Hmm. The natural news guy? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. He's tough. He's elusive. One of those elusive fuckers. Uh, Maybe it's because I call them fuckers. (laughs) You might not like the swearing. That's right. I definitely think that's happened a few times, but that's okay. I can't stop now. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. I think Darren scared Emily Lakdawalla with his mouth. <laughs> what makes you say that? She knew I was on to her bullshit. Because she was, uh, she was just, she's more of a mainstream scientist, and, and Darren, Darren's potty mouth got her a little, I think got her a little, uh, well, Garrett was a little shocked episode, a couple times. That was one of the episodes that you, uh, Told me to cool it with the f bombs, buddy. I was like, I think that's happened like six times. <laughs> Yo, that's some character to some sentences. I got to give you that. Sometimes it gets a little carried away. I catch okay, myself. Could, but so, what about uh, like binary star stuff? Oh yeah, I think I, think he, uh, I still think we're gonna end up being a binary star. I'm system. I, I mean, there's some pretty good evidence for it. They just found that other shit out past Pluto, right? There's something uh, out there. Yeah, oh, they past the like Kuiper the Belt. They said it's past the Kuiper Belt. Yeah, something like it. It actually fits the proposed orbital time perfectly with like the gray here. Really? Wow. Something like it, it's supposed to orbit around the sun at like every 24,000 years or something like that. Wow. So it's well within the time frame of well, what it would be. That Well, that would be procession then. Right, because procession exactly. to, procession could easily be described. My understanding of procession is that it could easily be described by an uh, orbiting something. It almost has to be because if you look at it's the, the planets, Earth isn't literally wobbling. They don't process. No, yeah, but is exactly. that is that what Mike is that you that emailed at me about uh, Sirius? Then emailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, cause Sirius, cause Sirius is, uh, like, I wanted to talk about that, so I might, we might as well talk about it now. I mean, it was going to be a whole show topic or something that I talked to Darren about. It was on my list, but we were talking about how Sirius was blocked out of that sky view or Google sky or whatever. Too bright. And then, I'm so glad you guys pointed that out. I didn't know that until you guys mentioned it. That was crazy. And then you, what did you email me then? So there's a, there's a group, the Sirius Research Group, that is trying to prove openly that Sirius does not precess with the rest of the stars. Right. And then there's a guy, uh, Walter Cruttenden, that wrote a whole book on it. Right. Pretty much all the evidence how it does not make sense for a procession to be the wobbling of the Earth. Right. And it makes much more sense for it to be like motion through space, ultimately. So would that mean it would be stuck with, with Sirius as its binary twin then? That's what he, he's saying. That's definitely one of the possibilities. That or like a the star that's all, or the planet that's off and, you know, plastic hyperbelt like that I was mentioning or something like that, that one of those things is in orbit with the sun and that it's just the sun moving through space, dragging everything along with it that is causing everything to precess. Yeah, that's what I think's going on. And it made a lot of sense. Makes it's Yeah, I think that, that'll flip in our lifetime right before we go crashing into a bunch more rocks and forget. Right, that, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. This time they'll find the Grammarica show, though. 
find Randall. <laughs> well, yeah, this is the difference now. We have the Grime America show, so it's teaching people, and hopefully we can save ourselves before that. Well said. Thanks. Everyone in the chat <laughs> is accusing you of taking notes, Mike. Did you take notes? To I'm prepare? not even reading the chat. <laughs> they're all saying they're all impressed by your preparedness. <laughs> <laughs> all he's doing is hey, reading old emails to me is awesome that's yeah. right yeah mike switched on i like it what else i thought i had another question i was going to ask you but now it seems what's your favorite jingle um it's definitely the one where it's uh graham saying blah 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 over <laughs> and over and over again yeah, that is good. a phenomenal jingle i didn't even remember when that came from and james had to remind me it was probably from a redacted UFO quote. We're going to isolate that and make it available. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Now, is that Felix's work? That's Felix, yeah. The king of yeah, jingles. Hey, Grandpa. Ben, how'd you get? Check your email. So, did you just email him the wolf and jingle? Yeah. All that just for the wolf and jingle so you guys can make fun of me? I can send ooh over to you. Ooh. I just can't even understand. <laughs> It's like fucking the guys who science me. Well, not Graham so much, but James is a pretty scientific guy. But oh, all, fuck. all of a sudden, he doesn't believe in fucking evolution. I don't believe. In I, I believe in evolution to a certain point. It's, it's not just all. Which to which point? <laughs> to the point when we become a different species. So the evolution just takes you so far, and then it's like, whoa, I'm getting too carried away. I'm becoming a whole new species here. I gotta take this back a notch. That's right. Okay. There you have the problem it. you have is that for certain traits to evolve, you need to go through a trait that has less survival for the species. That's right. How do you get past that? That's the problem that I see with it. I, I think it definitely works because you see it in the lab all the time. From one species to the next? You're, What's that? you're constantly transforming species. Yes. That's it, what that it definitely is. has to play a role, but... There are certain things that it can't, it, it's not an all-encompassing type of theory. No, I, I don't think so either. But I, I mean, I'm not even t using it for humans because humans seem to be one of the bigger anomalies. I'm just trying to say that fucking dolphins came from wolves. <laughs> okay? That's it has it. been disproved. Everything with fucking four legs, that's canine in nature, came from a fucking wolf. That's how you're playing the jingle? You're holding your computer up to the microphone? Ready to go. Is that going to work? Okay, let's see. It's not going to work. Not going to work. We're having troubles here with emails and stuff. Just give us a sec. Well, it's about time to wrap it up with Mike here. Anyway, last question before you go, Mike. What's, uh... What's, uh... What do you like about the show? And what... an all-in believer in chemtrails. What's, uh, before you go, Mike, what, what, uh, what do you like about the show and what uh, would you like to change about the show? So, um, you know, I think that the beautiful thing with the show is that you guys keep an open mind with pretty much everything. Um, and I think, you know, I think Graham kind of put it well the other day or, you know, a few weeks back saying, it's tough because you gotta, you gotta walk that fine line and be confident enough to talk about this stuff, but also 
you know, open-minded enough to kind of listen to what the guests have to say. And I think you guys have absolutely mastered that. And, you know, it's just great conversations and it wouldn't have it any other way ultimately. So about what to change, you know, I can't really put my finger on anything I would say definitively, ultimately. Keep up the good work. Bless Graham. Just kidding. Buddy. Right on. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, Mike. See, this is nothing. All right, guys. Next time you'll be good for a half an hour. Next time you'll be a guest. <laughs> okay, Mike. Okay, see you later. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. See you in the chats. Take care. Who's next? You're the producer. You're driving, dude. Right. Yeah. Okay. Keep talking. Keep talking. Talk to James about something. Tell him about Richard Greer crying in that unacknowledged doc. Oh, what happened? Oh, he's just the wall you should see. Like they keep cutting, and he's he's trying to tell his story okay, about how he can't get his disclosure across, and he just keeps bursting into tears. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's it was heartfelt. Darren Darren doesn't buy it, but hey, I'll just play that other jingle again here. James, email me that other funny jingle that we should play when we're doing that, when this happens tonight here. Which one's that? The this rock and roll jingle about the fucking grab. What's <laughs> having problems with this email and you ad-libbed that whole song, remember? Oh, I'll have that here. Yeah. So just email it to me again and I'll play it. This okay. one's going to be good because this one's going to be a surprise. Don't mind the silence. Yeah, that's what I said. I say keep talking. Dare. He just wants to keep fucking talking. Okay. Hey, do you have any UFO quotes or anything fucking today? Fuck. Oh, I should have a bunch lined up, you know, really. Yeah. I could. I could. That's do what some. you should do. You should be between yeah. call or Horizon yeah. ringback tone while your party is reached. What? <laughs> what the hell is that? Can you turn that down a little bit there? Wow. So how's the sound through speaker, I wonder? I think it was on hold. Hello? Hello, Garrett? Hey, what's up, man? You gotta turn down your computer. I'm gonna pause the show. Well, sorry. That's your ringtone. Yeah, you hear that noise that. coming through your speakers? You That's me? what people hear when they phone you. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Is that better? That's better. Is that just because we're in okay. Canada that it makes that sound? I don't know. Or is uh, that your computer, ringtone? I couldn't get the thing to shut off my computer, so I had to fling my laptop across the room. Oh, nice. No, I mean, your phone, yeah. when we dialed your phone number, it played some, like, Mozart. Oh, isn't that terrible? I've had that <laughs> since I got this phone, and I can't figure out how to change it. I'm, like, illiterate when it comes to electronics. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says that. <laughs> I remember there was a phase here where people had that kind of shit, and you'd phone their phone, but they'd be able to pick the phone, and you'd call your buddy, and, like, Pantera would start playing. And even that got old pretty quick. Right. Yeah. I just don't know. I, I've never actually bothered to, I always tell everybody, I don't know how I've never really bothered to actually go through the effort to change it. I'd be okay. Oh. If Graham's ringtone was rambling Graham when I called him. We I know. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to put, I've tried to put some of your guys' uh, jingles on my, as my like, you know, ringtone on my phone rings or my, I guess it's a ringtone still. And I can't ever figure out how to do it. I'll make, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll make all those jingles into ringtones for you one day. Just send them over to me, Darren. And okay. then, with little install instructions. So they work on mobiles. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be oh. good. 
How can we just put them in a store in the thing for for fucking free? I can. No, I don't think you can do anything I'll, for free in the an, Apple Store. I can put them on our new server, and you just add links in the show notes, and they can download. It. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a new thing we can add to the show we notes. Got America servers. Yeah, we're having our own servers. Got some new stuff coming. Right well, that's going to come with a new website. Any which I haven't started. <laughs> really? I thought you guys we're going to start on the holidays. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, what? On the holidays, you're going to work. On America, Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> no pay. So how's it going, Garrett? How'd you find the show and how long have you been listening? Um, I found the show on Spotify. Well, actually, I think I found the show. I was listening to like some of the more mainstream um, mythology podcasts and stuff, and I wanted to go a little bit deeper. So I searched <coughs> something. I can't remember exactly what it was, and Grimerica came up. I think I found you on Google. Oh, but then wow. it, you, you happen to pop up on Spotify. Oh, wow. I wonder what you were yeah, searching. I was, I was, sorry, what was that? I wonder what you were searching. I don't, I think like metaphysical podcast or something. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. And yeah, I like, I hear the other guys, like I hadn't even ever listened to Joe Rogan or anything before you guys. So now I've listened to the higher chats and Joe Rogan um, and a lot of the other ones. I've still never listened to Graylian Report. Well, we're very rarely first in that sequence of events. Well, you guys were right first. You uh, you definitely introduced me to quite a quite a few new things. Perfect. Well, thanks a bunch for the didgeridoos. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm, I'm about to send a couple more out too to a few of the other guys um, from the chats. All the other podcasters. Yeah. The chats. I'm gonna shoot one to Adam. A big fucking hit. Say that again. The chats have turned into quite the hit. Oh yeah, it's a blast. I know my partner hates it. He wants to throw my phone away because I, I don't get much done at work. We maxed, the chat. <laughs> we maxed out the chats. We're trying a couple new chats, actually. We grab, we'll have the links in the show notes, right? Okay. There's Discord and there's Slack. So we're just going to do fucking free market. We're getting out of the Google. I'd like to get away from Google anyway, yeah. just because fuck Google. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like they're just right. going to erase us one day anyway, because fuck America. Oh, and they pulled my picture off of fucking... No, no you got a personal <laughs> vendetta. Now Grimstake has tweeted it, and I retweeted it. Thanks, fuckers. <laughs> Meme contest. Um, oh, I fucking lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah, because we'd like to get off Google anyway. So we're going to go either Discord or Slack. So we'll give them each 30 or 45 days and decide where the majority wants to go. I mean, ultimately we'll end up probably keeping them both open. I got a question for you. Maybe one will just naturally turn into team Graham and one will turn into team. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Universe A (laughs) and universe B. (laughs) So the didgeridoo, is there etiquette or etiquette on, uh, etiquette? That's a good, that's a new word. (laughs) (laughs) Is there etiquette on sharing? Well, actually, so, so the beeswax that I put on the, the that you dip the yeah. end of it with, it's completely antimicrobial. Um, so it has a whole bunch of, it, you, it, it can't carry germs. Um, so if you share, just kind of wipe off their spit, let it sit for a couple seconds, and you're good to go. Okay, so it doesn't like accumulate down down the tube or anything, and like there's not a, like people will use other people's didgeridoos, because like, I don't want to like bring this over to my buddy's house who's got like, you know, five of them and ask him to play it and he's all offended or something. Ground's, like that. Ground's problem is he can't picture himself playing the didgeridoo. No, I've never, hey, I had bad, just, I had bad, 
Can't you just do that? There's no sympathy from you guys. I had bad experiences in music class when I was a kid, right? Trying to blow in those fucking... PTSD over yeah. band class? Yeah, bad experiences. <laughs> what kind of bad experiences? The teacher came I couldn't play the, the horns and stuff, the right? shit out of you with the trombone? I didn't like music as a kid, but playing it, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> PTSD from band <laughs> camp. Wow. <laughs> Your fucking music teacher the, touched the you. The trick with the dig. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you learned something new about grammar today. <laughs> the trick with the dig is figuring out which part of your mouth works best for you. So I use, I actually play on the side instead of the front. A lot of people try to play with the front, and I can't do anything when if I just play it straight on. I have to actually go off to the side, um, and then I can. I have full control there. I do right side. But you do right side, so you do the side too. How, right long, how long have you been right playing side. it, Garrett? Um, Do you have one handy? Seven and a half years. Oh, now. wow. Do you have one handy? Say that again? Do you have one handy? That you could Do play I have for one us? handy? Yeah, I do. Actually, I was just thinking about that. Let me grab one. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, my going to grab it for me. Now, okay. will you play yours first? I'm not playing it, man. I tell you, I can't do I it. I don't have mine. Mine is <laughs> James, why don't That's you play? Why don't you try and play grass? Yeah, you're a mu- musician. I could play it. Where is it? It's right there. I've never tried one before. Just play it like you're playing. I ain't fucking like a, putting my a, mouth on anything grounds most, but not. Just purse your lips and blow. See, that's good there already. Go. Like right away. I found it easier, James, if you put it here. <laughs> You gotta really get past that. <laughs> so Garrett, do you, you like push through? I've had some pretty crazy experiences with people playing them for me and like meditations and stuff like that. And I remember being at UFO Congress in twenty thirteen and there was um a couple guys in Pre-Gram there. Like, America. Actually yeah, who's the uh, the photo analyst from MUFON that Mark D'Antonio was there? And then a couple other guys, and they were talking about how the didgeridoo is a pretty special instrument as far as, like, the actual vibrations and the, the resonance that it has with our bodies. And it actually does right. end up shifting consciousness in a lot of people, right? There's, like, crazy experiences. So do you get into, like, a lot of that? Have you been playing it? Do you play it for people? Or, like, do you have any of that happen yourself? Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty um, I'm pretty into the – well, uh, years past, I was really into praying and meditating. I mean, I did it a lot, like, every day, a couple hours a day. Um, and I, I use my dig and I have a couple other horns too. Um, and now I'm actually really interested in the crystal bowls and stuff, right. but the dig is unique, um, in its ability to take you other places. I mean, it, it really is a very special instrument. I I was never able to explain what it did, um, prior to your guys' show. And then I started listening to you guys and realized, well, that's, that's, that's what it is. Cause I just kind of thought it was a neat add on, but I always felt that it was doing something. And then when we got the vibration stuff and all that, exactly how it works. So, yeah, it's a very special instrument. And a real one, the Aboriginal didgeridoos, and they're actually, like the, the one I have in my hand right now, is actually a hollowed out piece of eucalyptus. So they, um, they have gigantic, gnarly um, termites in Australia. And they just wait till the tree's perfectly hollowed. They go up and they cut a branch off. And that's a that's a real authentic Aboriginal didgeridoo. Oh, wow. And they say it's actually the oldest instrument in the world. Um, and I have one from Australia. Um, and it's it's not as cool sounding on the like up front as these PVC ones. The PVC ones are a lot louder. Um, but the resonance that comes off of the real 
Aboriginal Digis does something even deeper than the PVC ones. They're really a neat instrument. Right. They're Is very cool. Is that the one you're going to play for us? Yeah, I'll play both. I'll show you the difference. Okay. Give me one second. I got to put the phone down for a second. Okay. Talking. <laughs> I'm rambling. It's okay rambling. with a little bit of silence there. No, dead air is not. People are shut. Oh. Pretty good. Have to get some drums to go with that. Where's your little drum? Yeah. I know. I have a bunch of drums too. That's another one of my things. Where's the um, drum? So that was the. Uh, what was that? Darren has a drum in here sometimes. No, there's no drum in here right now, though. I thought yeah, we drums gonna, are cool, too. We're going to jam. Okay, so which one was that? Was that the uh, the old one or the newer type? That was the original. So that's the original, authentic okay. Aboriginal Dig. Okay. And this other one is actually the first PVC one that my... This is the one my buddy gave me seven okay. and a half years ago. Okay. This is my first... All right, one second. Garrett didn't know we were going to call him. Sounds like the Cylons from Battlestar. Hey, that one does have a bit of an eerie sound. Totally yeah. robot. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, this, the 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 PVC ones really do have a really neat sound, and they're really easy to play. They're quite a bit easier to play than the the other ones. And by the way, I was just I kind of did a sample there on both of those, so I did a little bit of each style. I did never try to actually, you know, do the full trance inducing. Oh yeah, yeah. So are you yeah. blowing and sucking? You do. Um, I have a hard, I haven't played enough lately to be uh, real proficient with the circular breathing. Um, but you, you blow and then you breathe in your nose while still blowing. And you can actually play a note for 10 minutes if you're really good. It's not all over the place, but it's, it's really, it's really neat. <laughs> so are you, <laughs> are you doing the different puffs just by like, bah, 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 just, different exertion levels then yeah okay. yeah okay good to know you, you use your so you use your entire i mean you use your entire face but you use your lips with your lips you can change the tone you can change the pitch with your tongue you can change the pitch and tone um, and with your cheeks you can change and then you can also do i don't know if you guys could hear on there but you can go did you hear the high pitch part yeah where it kind of went up yeah and then you also so that's that. your vocal cord. That like blowing, like like the wind blowing sound too. That people do. It feels like it's coming out through the side, like on its own. Yeah, I I almost always I play mine almost once a day. I try not to. If like every day, I'll grab it. That's like your meditation practice. This is going to change, Darren. Call us back in a year because I'm waiting till Madison really locks down reading to start playing violin again because that's something we want to do together. But they're starting to read the notes was holding her back. So the dig is it's good and I can just grab it real quick and move it fucking all the animals freak it freak out. I chase them around the house while I play it. That's yeah, good. 
I have a natural embouchure, so I don't know how to pronounce that word. Does it scare the animals, really? Yeah, they all hate it. Really? Yeah. Huh. My dog's freaking out and bark at me. Maybe that's why we fucking had a ditch back in the day. <laughs> Get these fucking animals out of here. Especially in Australia. <laughs> you just hang out in the bite of crops and, and they're just like, nope. Have you guys ever heard of a shofar? What? A shofar? Shofar? Yeah. No. It's a it's an Israeli uh, it's a Hebrew instrument. It's actually a, like a horn off of an animal. Um I actually have those too. Those are also really cool. They're not as they're not as um, trans inducing as the ditch is, but it's really cool to start your meditation with that. Like I feel like it cleans clears the atmosphere or something. Nice cleansing. Yeah, like sage. Um, My whole smells. Right. Whole house yeah. smells like sage. My wife just got new sage today. Yeah, it's. It, I feel like it does this kind of the same sort of thing. I mean, it's a little bit. I know the bowls do. But, you like right. play your I bowl over your bowl. crystals, right? You don't have a bowl yet? Right. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't. I never even heard of them until six months ago. So when I started listening to you guys, I heard about those and started researching. I'd kind of always stayed away from the crystals and stuff um, until recently. I'm really interested. I was actually at a... Uh, uh, he's, like a he's like a massage therapist, but he does body work. Um, and he showed me this amethyst crystal bat that he has it's like 2200 bucks and you it's got 25 pounds of crystals in it and you can lay on it um and he says that thing totally just puts you out when you start to lay on that and meditate i'm really really interested in the crystals and stuff and the vibrations and i'm definitely uh intrigued by all the new knowledge i'm gaining from your guys' show yeah i want to do a show on crystals i've got the name of this this woman from the uk i think judy judy something that's just like a expert you have a fucking tie wrap fetish. <laughs> you just can't not leave <laughs> sitting there without fucking pulling on he them. He loves those, hey? <laughs> Brings back fond memories, fucking ripping up zip ties. Maybe that's why uh, he's getting in trouble in band camp. Reminds him of his old windowless van back in 94. <laughs> Scared of his band teacher. <laughs> Enough about me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did we already do the word you find the show? Yeah, I think we did. Uh, yeah, yeah, on Spotify. Well, Google, Spotify. Spotify Google on Spotify. Right. Anything else? We got about a minute left. Anything you want to shout out or ask Graham? Um, you could ask me, too. Not, My answers aren't nearly as exciting. Not that I could think of. Not that we could answer in a minute. But it was it was awesome talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah maybe too. we'll see you in a couple months. Yeah, that'd be great. You guys, if you come down, I'll, I'll uh, it'd be a blast. Yeah, I'll shoot you a text if I'm going to make it down to California so that I don't have to listen to your terrible ringtone. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And I've got my buddy on, I've got my buddy on speed dial for you too, Darren. He's okay. waiting for you. Perfect. Cool. Perfect. Okay. All right, guys. It was nice talking to you. All right, you too. All right. Take Ciao. care. All right, bye. Keep talking, crap. Maybe I'll play a jingle. No, I got a jingle. I got a jingle. Oh, is it the wolf and one? No, no, no. This is no. This is the this is James like ad libbing jingle. It was really funny. From the this is from the cabin. Oh, you're not gonna play. What's matter, Graham? I just want the email to show up. What's wrong? It's just black. It's just. What's upsetting you right now? It says Thunderbird now contains conditional.
Thunderbird. And I want my fucking email with no internet. Yeah. And I wish that I could just download it. But I can, and now I don't know what to do. Thunder. I yell at James, he's my handler. Hey man, fuck you. Thunder. <sighs> Thank, Did your email for... ever get fixed? No, we haven't no, moved it over still, to the exchange server. Fucked. We'll move it over to the exchange server. Thanks for embarrassing you see what me. See what I have to deal with here? Oh, yeah, like you haven't embarrassed me a few times. <laughs> That's, that's the best part. <laughs> that's fucking Graham jumping into his cold water. Yeah. Well, he was doing that in the cabin too, jumping out of the hot tub into the big snowbanks and stuff. <sighs> Crazy. You could always tell what part of the snow Graham jumped in versus like if it was me because the legs were extra huge down by the feet. <laughs> enormous calves. The calf melt. All right, so I've got some backup UFO quotes here, too, since Darren's having some hey, Skype troubles. Play on the UFO quote jingle. Well, where's you? No, 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 I'll just say it. Well, no, we got to have the jingle first. It's the best part besides the quote, I mean. What do you want, the jingle? <laughs> yeah. James likes this one. Darren and Graham are going deep. It's a profound UFO quote of a week. Words to ponder and critique. It's a profound UFO quote of the week. Okay. At first, I thought we were seeing a ship on fire on the horizon towards Ilfracombe. But then it rose out of the water like a blood red sun, a good deal larger than a full sized harvest moon. It remained at sea level, then suddenly took off at fantastic speed towards the Atlantic. That was Chief Inspector Reginald Jones of D Division, Glamorgan Police. The object was witnessed by another officer. And I don't know if this is January or September, depending on how they do their dates, but it was 1957. That's cool. 1957? Yeah. Way before drones. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, there's never going to be any dro- the UFO sightings soon, because everybody's just going to think they're drones now. You know, yeah, that's an issue. Right? Yeah. Well, there's some pretty crazy. In the sea SETI field? In the sea SETI? No, that's, they're, they're strictly like <clears throat> beyond drone. Hey, what's they're, up, guys? They're beyond drone. They're a nuts and bolts problem. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. How you guys doing? Good. Living the dream. So we're on with uh, Grimstake? That's right. Yes, Grimstake. Grimstake. The one and only. Call me off guard. The vegan Grimstake. I like to keep it catching people off guard. Yeah, that was that was nice. That was nice. Garrett didn't even know he was on the list. <laughs> oh man! Hey, all this uh, man, these jingles are great. 
You know, me and uh, James Cruz are thinking about starting a jingle or a uh, podcast. Oh, and, right uh, yeah, and then Felix actually made us a jingle. Let's let's see if this goes through. Yeah, it just loops over and over, but uh, I like it. Cruising with yeah. steak, get down. Cruising with steak, get in, sit yeah. down, and buckle up. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> what are you guys going to talk uh, about? I don't know. Just shoot the shit, you know. Yeah, pretty pretty free form. Yeah. Well, like if, you, if you need any help, let us know. Already better oh, absolutely. with jingles than Graham, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So he was taking you guys uh, a while to set up, and I had to get this little sound bite. Hey, this channel's got a computer, eh? I don't know how to work, though, eh? <laughs> you wouldn't know how to work it if it's got a computer. Oh, yeah, Mr. Wizard. You Let know me try it. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Some Bob and Doug. Oh, that's, nice. that's classic. That's good. I've never oh, heard man. that before. I Well, we're trying to book Bob and Doug right now. Oh, dude, I've been tweeting them like every day. I saw Rick Moranis did a retweet today, so I just started spamming him and I'm getting nothing. <laughs> getting nothing. Yeah. I, I started, I tweeted SCTV. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. They were the ones that tweeted out the uh, the show that they're doing. So I don't see why maybe not. they've only got like a thousand followers. Yeah, there's like nobody. It's it's nothing but good shit to come on Grimerica. Yeah, I don't see we we might. It's, it seems like a real possibility. That would be cool. Bob, Bob yeah. and Doug on here in character. Yeah, get, get in the studio with their toques on and everything. That's gonna be tough. That would be epic because then we can get <laughs> pictures. But, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, uh, first question for everyone: How'd you find the show, and how long you been listening? Um, about this, I feel like I'm ripping off Felix's story, but uh, yeah, I heard you guys research. Guys. So we're actually we use a passport episode for market research. Upgradeian <laughs> 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 report, got it on there. You know, and I uh, yeah, I've pretty much been listening about a year and a half. You know, and like right when I found you guys, all I was listening to was Graylian. So like this was like a new podcast for me. And I just ripped through like all the episodes in like a month and a half. It was <laughs> I binged on Grimerica. It was awesome. Ouch. I can only no, no, ouch. that would be painful. <laughs> oh, just all the, the time just like that has the as best interest. As always, as always. <laughs> I take pictures of my calves on the toilet, done lap. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's how he gets his calves so big from the squatty potty. Get yours today. <laughs> his squatty oh, potty's man. too short. It's all the squats. <laughs> where can you get? Where can you find a squatty potty? By the way, Darren, get it at your local retailer. Not from Kathy Griffin. Well, I'm just trying to generate some more. Oh man, we're not. We can't talk about you. Kathy Griffin tonight. If you email me fifty bucks, I'll order one to your house. Oh, I just got mine on Amazon. You can get him a Canadian tire. Oh, you're going to get the shill, the shill uh, emails again, though, for Squatty Potty, dude. I figured if I said Amazon, I'd be safe. No, but you might as well get it through the Squatty Potty website. Because then, you know, it's probably better for him. Always better. <laughs> so you went through all the shows in a month and a half. Ouch. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, that's going to well, be I mean, 500 like I hours. I, I skipped a couple, like uh, the I singing bowls. I, I, I couldn't get the down on the bowl one? What was that one? 
Yeah, like what, I don't know, more of the spiritual stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. There was like, like a little it. healing it fucking streak in yeah, twenty fourteen. There was that, that exactly. <laughs> that was the exact streak. I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I could feel it. Okay. I could feel like the tide. I remember like trying to pull out of that. Not that uh, there's anything wrong with those episodes, but I felt like we were like there's a whole bunch. There. We were doing yeah. way too many in a row. Yeah, yeah, there were definitely Gramp shows. Then you bounce back with Charles Ortel and pissed a bunch of people off. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was definitely the most feedback we've got on an episode. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The most uh, negative but, feedback, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, technically, Randall, Randall Carlson. So that's just because Randall's of the fucking, are my favorite. Because of the reach, right? That one YouTube video where Randall's got like 40,000 or 50,000 views and like 400 comments. And a bunch of them. As soon as some people, as soon as they hear the word Freemason, that's it. Oh, it's it's a trigger word. It's a trigger word for conspiracy theorists. Triggers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good way to describe it. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, well, did you see that? Uh, what was that one YouTube video that they made of like Carl Wood and No Agenda and somebody else like being <laughs> like these, like calling them like disinformation, like being bullshit conspiracy theorists? I don't. Know. It was it was a fucked up YouTube vid. Wow, I've never seen that before. We were Carl, and no agenda even too. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the thing. Like <laughs> with somebody like Randall, he pisses both sides off because he's you know the conspiracy people are saying he's a shill because he's a Freemason, and then all the other people on the other side are saying he's like anti-science because he's not a scientist and he's you know he's he's sort of the way the way I see Randall. If he pisses anybody off, then they're just idiots because everything he says is he, he's brilliant. Like I I don't know, like everything he says makes sense. I don't really see. We don't get called disinformation yet. We mostly just get the personal attacks, which I could see. Yeah, well, we you guys don't try to like prove a point, though. You know, you guys are just you know Round interviewing Earth people. The flat Earthers are starting fun. to push back. Oh man, I I hate the I hate flat Earth. They're getting sick of our round Earth bullshit. Well, yeah, you guys are round Earth shills. Oh, some yes. of the round Earth stuff I've been <laughs> looking at just for Watch, fun. Jerry's gonna go off in the chats. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> there's like how uh, does the water stay on the planet if it's round and spinning it should have flung all off the planet by now like this that's is their the problem, no, that's no, the no, problem. No, there's so much of that out there that that's got to be people making jokes. that's what the flat earth guys are saying it's unreal no it's not what they're saying that's yes. what that's what I'm the science is in science <laughs> That's a small percentage of the flat earthers. You gotta let watch some of the good stuff, and you might get. There is no good stuff in the flat earth theory. Graham Graham is fucking getting sucked (laughs) in. There isn't. He's brought it up a couple times in the last like week and a half. He's like, "You gotta watch this one, man." He's like, "There's some stuff in there." I'm like, "I can see it happening," because I've seen it happen with Graham a few times. I've seen him like just things just grab him. And seduce him, please. No, <laughs> and I can see the the flat like Greer. Earth, I can see the ground, the flat earth slowly no. wrapping its arms around him right now. Grab is going to be in here. No, we're just going to do an episode on it. That's all, and you know, that's going to be it. Graham, when are we going to get the uh, the disclo or the unacknowledged review for Greer's new new doc? Oh, I, I did. Watch. It's we coming did out. It. It's coming it's out. Coming up on a future. Oh, app. Okay. Yeah, it's been recorded and it's coming out while Darren's on vacation. Graham, you're telling me that looks okay to you? Oh no, no, no! I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree with it. 
uh, I think I believe in the round earth. I don't agree with the flat earth. I just think there's a really, there's a lot of interesting stuff that people are talking about that make you question it. Do you like I it? can't believe I agree with the round earth as a statement that you have to say in 27. People are, we're going to get hate mail for this. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's to the point that you can't talk about the earth being round without getting hate mail. But why can't you watch what they are watching that's changing their minds, right? Like I've had because a couple of friends stupid. go down that rabbit hole. No, why easy, can't you just watch easy. it? See, now you guys aren't, aren't being open-minded. I can watch it and go, wow, that's really interesting, but I don't believe it's flat. Do you want I to still, watch somebody stab I don't themselves think, with a pair of scissors? concave? Convex. No, but there's some mysteries that need to be solved. What mystery? If you watch the thing, <laughs> you'll of it not it being around. How does this not? How is this at all a mystery? You got to watch it. Watch. Okay, where are the planes glowing? If it's flat, are they just flying off into space when they reach the edge? Then or what? Like <laughs> why do they not know? go over the pole? Why do they not go over the pole? They do. They, they go over the North Pole. They fly over why there all the allowed, time. Why are they not allowed over the Antarctic? Because that's, a different, fucking, that's a different issue. They can but. go. Be, the planes can't hold far. enough gas to make it all the way through. It's a it's, safety it's issue. The longest, There's no stops. Yeah, it's the There's longest no way to go. There's to refuel over Antarctica. Yeah. It is a shorter flight path for a couple of flights, but you can't. There's one like from Australia to South Africa that you go, you detour over the land too, just because it's like. Graham, it's, it's a definitely long fucking way to it's go. because if it's no. flat, it's a long way to go. If it's round, it's a shorter <laughs> way to go. Where does the water go? <sighs> Watch under the globe. I'm not saying it's. What happens when you're in your boat and the guy reached the end of the water and he's like, oh, guys, what is there, a fence there? Trump's got a wall around there so nobody escapes. Man, James, you're they triggered think, as hell right think, now. They think, it's a, they, think it, they think it's a big ice wall, right? James does get triggered by flat earthers. You should see, yeah, why, I, you but should it's see like, him on Facebook. Why can't you just like. You know, it takes about 30 seconds to think about all the problems of the flat earth. Yeah. Not like, yeah. you know, not yeah. the questions have, of why I mean, it's, it's round. interesting videos, though. Like, I agree with Graham on that. Like, they, they put some good shit out there that makes you say, what? But then if you think about it for like another minute, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one of those. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, just not, it's not good. I'll watch the doc. Send it over. Okay, let's get Yeah, well, what's your favorite doc, then? That's a good question. Yeah, what's your favorite doc? Grim steak. Okay. My favorite and then doc? I uh, that up was, what's oh, your favorite shit. cut of beef? Probably, uh... Don't say Graham's calves. <laughs> no, it's not Graham's calves. <laughs> they probably Man, I don't know. be tasty. Do you think they'd be tough? I'd go... If, if, if we were in a plane crash and I had to would eat you, Graham, calves first. Would you have to slow cook them? <laughs> they need to be tenderized a bit, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. The Everything just smash uh, his calves you? against a rock for a half hour before we fry him up. <laughs> we'll keep the foot on for a bit so we can use it like the a handle. <laughs> we'll just eat it like a like a big huge turkey wing thing or whatever you know turkey leg. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, like ones at like Disney World, the huge turkey legs. Yeah. Right Are you wearing shorts, girl? Mm. <laughs> You're kind of <laughs> look at the calves on that. He's pretty beefcakey. Okay, let's let Garrett or Grimsteak speak here. Jesus, you guys. Hey, you just outed him for his real name, Graham. You have to oh, beep, you have to beep that. <laughs> we just have fun. Oh no! It's like my first two seconds in the chat with my other name on Google, and Darren's like, "Hey, that's James, everybody." I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yes, he did. He called you out. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the way to go. Within like two minutes, and then he never came back. Yeah, I have to create a new identity again. Uh -oh. 
Oh, if anybody wants to see the picture of Graham on uh, Mars One Two, I tweeted that out. So at Grom Steak, (laughs) I retweeted it. That's awesome. I'm getting called out for being around Earth or the chat. Good, good, (laughs) because you are. It's a compliment. Uh, Darren is an olden believer in round Earth, round Earth, round Earth show. It's better than your (laughs) Wolfins thing. No, it's not. They're the same. They're the same. Okay, why is there wolves and dolphins right now? Why is there wolves and pugs? And dolphins. What, like, <laughs> you can't just keep saying and why dolphins. Are, why are there apes and people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How come those apes haven't ever changed at all, even a little bit? How come there's seven different species of dolphins? Because uh, they're fish. I don't know. And they have <laughs> sex with a different weirder fish, and then they're like a different species But they're now. mammals. That's the thing. They're not fish. Okay, sorry. They breathe air and give birth to living yeah. mammals. I Didn't just... we evolve from dolphins? Like we kind of split. They stayed in the sea, but we went to land. Like you know, that's, millions. Of that's years. a possibility. <laughs> is it wolves or is it us? Yeah, you got to pick. <laughs> this is just you, know, you can't have both, there. And you're so dogmatic about it, but you know you can't it's even wolf. answer that question. Wolf-matic. It gets sketchy back there. It's just a quadruped. So Grim, who would we have on? Uh, who would you want us to have on? To straighten out this fucking mess. I have no idea. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, I don't know any. I don't know any other names. I mean, I've looked at some videos, but never went that far into knowing who's putting them out. <laughs> Richard Dolan. What about your favorite documentary then? Flat Earth. No, <laughs> no period. No, no, no. Just in general. Uh, there was. I'm trying to remember the name of this one on Netflix. It was about how, uh, like George Bush was involved with the Kennedy assassination. God, what was that? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I linked it the other day, but well, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I think I heard. I think I heard the No Agenda guys talk about that again. Is it about the Bush family, like Family of Secrets, or something like that, or it's a, is it? A... Either that, you know. But what uh, kind of got me back into it was uh, like the whole UFO alien thing was uh, the Hidden Hand. It was on Netflix like a few years ago. And that one was uh, just about like pretty much Rich Dolan stuff, like deep state. Uh, Secret societies and shit. Breakaway civilizations and civilizations, exactly. Yeah. Elysium. Elysium. Never watched. Never saw it. All right. Uh, we're about out of time. One last question. Uh, can I just get a uh, grandma as an all in believer in chemtrails jingle? Fuck yeah. And, maybe, and that's it. What was the second <laughs> one? Uh, Felix, good vibes. Okay, you bet. Okay, thanks huh. for listening, Grim. Oh, thanks. No the, problem. See you in the chat. <laughs> Graham is an all-in believer in chemtrails. See, technically, that it's not accurate. That jingle. It's getting there. It's not accurate, though. It's because fucking getting there. Your weather modification, not chemtrails. No, That's he's going it's, it's coming. Just give it a couple of months. It's coming, James. Just wait for it. They're spraying. He sends me pictures already. When they're spraying. He's got pictures in his phone. Spray. <laughs> on a didgeridoo and 
shamanic drumming track, shivers or vibrations and stuff like that. Underneath breaths of deep gratitude and prayers for You know what's funny is I seen that one today, but I seen it head on. Shamanic drumming track, shivers or vibrations and stuff like that. Underneath breaths of deep gratitude and prayers for guidance and protection. I don't know what that means. Put on a didgeridoo and shamanic drumming track, shivers or vibrations and stuff like that. You sure this is the jingle he requested? Okay, so Graham just showed us a picture of a... A single contrail. Persistent contrail? Yeah. One single contrail. No, so what do you think that is? <laughs> no, there's two of them. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, because one plane's going north, one plane's going west. So, now what do you think that is up there? Brain chemicals? Cold air. Yeah. That's what's causing cold so, air. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's not a chemtrail. What do you think? The pilots go and spray everything and then they just get off their planes and don't put on a gas mask or nothing and... Well, it's, you know? just, it's just additives yeah. in the fuel. It's chemical. It's it's. That's totally it's chemicals different. in the fuel. No, that's just pollution. No, no. it's purposeful pollution. <laughs> really? That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Why? Why? Why those hang to around when they didn't in the seventies and the sixties? Yeah. To keep the planet cool. Is that what you're thinking? Or keep it warm? I don't know. Well, Thank you. Be- How's it going? Failed. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah. That's a long jingle. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah, sounds good, actually. Are you home, safe and sound? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on home now. Just, just got home. Perfect. Good timing. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the Grimerica show. How did you help? Yeah, long have you been it's, listening? A big, it's a big uh, four-year birthday for you guys, so uh, congratulations on that. Thanks. Episode 227, the four-year bash. Yeah, I think I jumped in at about episode one eighty something. Wow! I was uh, yeah, I haven't been on long for a long time. Um, for a while there, I was listening to satellite radio all the time, uh, like the conservative chat talk with uh, like uh, uh, Mark Levin and all that stuff, and it's just I was bored of it. So then. Um, went on YouTube, found a whole bunch of YouTube stuff, and then I ended up watching Corbett Report for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, uh, all these podcasts led to you guys and started listening to you guys too. So, oh wow, cool! That's good. It's a weird journey. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I went down the Corbett thing you... too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I went down the Corbett, you know, Corbett Report for a bit too, and. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. He had a lot of really good stuff. Like all those two hour documentaries more than the actual, uh, like podcast, uh, yeah. like the 15 minute clips or yeah. whatever, but I really yeah. enjoyed them. Cause he's, he's a well-spoken guy. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's good. So you must plow through the podcast now. Oh uh, yeah. Like I have my, my shift there that week on week off. So when I'm off, I'm kind of, you know, with the family and stuff, but when I'm on shift, yeah, yeah. Every minute of the day is just podcasting. Yeah. See, that's what I can't get enough of it. Some days I can't get enough in, you know, if I'm really scrambling around, I only get like two hours or an hour of podcast listening in a day. It's rough, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Like I, I drive all day. So I'm, I got eight hours of seat time. <laughs> So after all that listening, after all that listening, is there is there anybody that you think we should have on the show that you would like to hear? 
I don't know. I'm one of those guys that I listen to them all. I don't really remember yeah. names or yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Anything like that. Yeah, yeah. More of like like concepts and ideas that stick to me rather than like this guy said this and this guy said this because it's just filler information that you can find on Google kind of thing. What about topics then? Topics and categories like anything that you you're sort of craving for more of. <laughs> yeah, but you guys don't do it. What the uh, politics? Yeah. You guys have already said, "Oh, well, we're going to trigger people." So I'm like, "Oh, come on!" Because I'm big into politics and conspiracy and stuff like that. Exopolitics. Yeah. I think exopolitics. It's. It's. Right. I gotta admit, it's a hard. That's a hard one right now because it's so pervasive like there's so much to to touch on with that you know it really is it's tough we just don't want to get too polarizing but it's uh it's tempting for oh, yeah sure. no i understand it's, it's tempting because there's topic and there's there's so many different things involved in it and uh if you yeah you can go way too far and get into the conspiracies or even just talking uh like debates or issues that can just get people wound up for sure. Yeah. I mean, and there's so much like it's shining the light on how bad the mainstream media is and how much they lie. Like it really is no matter what side you're on, people are seeing through the media and how much bullshit there is. So like, it's really, really changing everything. You should do a, a podcast, a America episode about the fake news stuff. I don't think that's too political. Another crisis, crisis actors, and where do they come from? Are they getting like who's hiring them? Obviously, like the news. CNN I shared a web page today, the crisissolutions.com. Did you see the one of just the, when the guys that were stabbing on the bridge or whatever it was? How the crisis actors were caught on video, like getting changed and stuff like that, and down a side street. Have you seen just that video? Recently? Just like the, from that, one. from the London Bridge. Yeah, one? you can see them all getting dressed up, and then in the. In the news report, they're like lying on the ground, like pretending to be hurt or whatever. No, yeah, they got busted on (laughs) the street, getting changed, like into their outfits or whatever. Is this the one that CNN was was filming, or this is a different one? Because CNN just got busted, apparently filming, um, like staging a, 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 what do you call it, a protest behind where they're filming. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is from the London attacks. Really? Yeah, and they're lying there, like pretending to be hurt and stuff, and they're dressed up like cops or something like that or whatever. Yeah, you can see the cops getting out of their uniforms and then they were getting into military fatigues and then other guys putting a baseball cap on and just civilian clothes. And then, yeah, like you said, there you go to a different different uh, time and then here's the same guys lying on the ground. They're just just actors there. I wonder if any of that. Yeah, and it was filmed by people actually just standing there watching... There was the row of three or four police cars and there's a whole crap load of police just starting to get undressed, like right down to their underwear, right on the street. That's I think that's why people are filming. But then, yeah, you can see but clearly I, that those guys were wearing the same clothes at the, uh, at the scene of the accident. Right. So, yeah. So know. whose agenda is that? Is it just strictly the news agencies just trying to get a cool story or is there somebody up top no, making them do that? Is it, or, or is it just a simple explanation like it was actually filmed before, after the incident happened and they were actually changing into riot gear or whatever, no, you have to right? look like, at, you know, you have to look at the videos. Like they're, you could see them no. clearly getting dressed and then in the report they're like lying on the ground pretending to be hurt in the, in the outfit they just put on. Like you can totally tell. But what if they got dressed in riot gear and then got shot or stabbed? 
What? Like, they, what if it was after the scene? They got dressed like you're on your cop driving around London, but you've got your riot gear in the back, maybe just in case. No, no? you can see how they're getting dressed. No. Like, yeah, you have to see the video. <laughs> it's not riot gear. Yeah. It's not like. No, you just have to. Once you see the video, you're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> these guys are actually putting on costumes right so now. So that's what I wonder. Who? So what is behind all that? Yeah, who's like, how are they? You know. Yeah. So it's a false flag then, or is it not a false flag? But it's kind of like somebody's who knows it's going to happen, yet it's still a real event, and they're just a, they're just. A, is it as simple as the well, news agencies are just battling to get the best story out, or is there something even a higher power trying to get them to see, like, put that news out so that there's you know more injured and whatever, and make a fake story about it, just like is like the I Russian think it, acts. It's, it's really polarized over in Britain right now, right? You got the. Uh, the immigrant problem and all that. I think it's more to do with um, their, what did they do? They did a snap election, right? So they're waiting for an election and their parliament is, uh, is uh, suspended for now. So in my mind, it's either they're trying to get, well, because if their parliament is suspended, they can, uh, enact war measures without the parliament uh, voting on it. Mm-hmm. That's one way to look at it. But the other way to look at it would be that um, if they get these false flag events to happen, they can get the ammunition that people need in their minds to vote for the person that's going to uh, look into dealing with that problem, right? And if you think about politics, it's more of a conservative base that says, you know, we're going to get rid of uh, immigration and we're going to reform it or the liberals let, you know, let them all in kind of thing. So it's kind of might be swaying the vote. I don't know. Or, or could it even be a third option where Theresa May came out and talked about clamping down on the internet? Like that just, that just makes the event yeah. seem that much worse and that, okay, now we're going to tie it to clamping down on the internet and everything's going to be monitored. And you know, that's how they're going to, that's another just, control mechanism that's get put in place because of this, right? This sort of false flag or exaggeration. Maybe it doesn't even have to be a false flag. It just has to be an exaggeration, like using that to their own means. Yeah. Exaggerated flag. Yeah. 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 Cause like with, well, I think with the internet thing, they, they still have that. You guys heard on the agenda, they had that, uh, ISIS, 50,000 people subscribed to ISIS's newsletter from Britain. Mm-hmm. Right, so maybe that's something they're looking at clamping down on. But I don't think you need to clamp down on all the internet because then things that we're doing like this will get illegal. You know what I mean? Yeah, different yeah, ideas, not supporting the the mainstream narrative, uh, narrative and yeah. then all of a sudden we're shut down because we're wild and crazy. Feral, <laughs> feral Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Feral podcasters. <laughs> Spreading that disinformation. You have a favorite yeah, episode exactly. that comes to mind? Favorite episode was, it was recent. It was that, uh, the, the nuclear that had all that info with uh, Fukushima and all the nuclear explosions and stuff. Wow. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that one because my dad used to talk to me all the time about it. He'd be like, there's, this global warming thing, I've got it all solved. I said, what's that? He said, well, back in the 50s, they were popping off nukes left and right. That's got to affect the atmosphere. That's got to affect our weather. And then hearing that podcast about the guy who's talking about all this, and I was like, ah, wow, look at that. <laughs> I 
might be something to all that nuclear energy in the atmosphere. The death of the Pacific. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. With, uh, what was his name? Dana Dernford. Yeah. I yeah. forget what number yeah. that was. Grandma linked to it. Yeah, no, we we, too long no, we won't. Type it. <laughs> Type it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, where have you been, Graham? We miss you. <laughs> oh, in the chat? Yeah, you've been missing them. Oh, it's hard, yeah. I'll, I'll try to get back in there again. I yeah. pick on them. Well, Maybe it's because I get picked on too board. much and I just fucking just don't even want to go back in. <laughs> I get booted out or, you know, calf picks start showing up. Okay, People, are hoaxing, chat, People are hoaxing my calves. <laughs> Team Graham chat only. So yeah, I, man, I like I like that chat idea. It's such a good idea. Maybe we should. We're gonna try. We're trying a couple other ones. What are they again, Darren? Um, Slack Discord and Discord. Slack one. So because the Google one, you know, it sucks because we limited to 150 people plus it's Google. So we're gonna yeah, try and no, get off dude. that. Get into more of an independent one. So we'll, we'll, we yeah, I'm on the other that. ones too. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of the the two then Slack or Discord? It's kind of hard to do that stuff when you're driving. I'll have to look into it here when I get when I'm home. But yeah, yeah. So far it it works pretty good. Except the Slacker one, I noticed that uh, if you're listening to a podcast, every time the notification comes on, it it mutes your podcast a bit. Oh, that's yeah. a problem. So yeah. or your music. So if you're like, you <laughs> if you guys start off, going crazy on a conversation, <laughs> then it just <laughs> mutes it all the time. Yeah, there's got to be a setting um, in there for that. I think the so far I'm are leaning you? to Discord. Yeah, me too. Discord. Yeah. It's, so I guess looking. I'll put. I'll put. I look. But it's tough to say. It'll take a couple, mm-hmm. a little bit of fucking around in there. I mean, eventually we're hoping to develop an app that'll have that sort of functionality built into it. But that could be yeah, you that could be that a day. decade away. And if anyone knows anything about Bitcoin, we've got some a Bitcoin dilemma. <laughs> so if you can mine Bitcoin or solve a Bitcoin little dilemma, some Bitcoin that's hung up in a transaction with the low fee, too low of a fee, I guess. Let me know. I figured it would just reset itself, but it's been weeks now. And it's just still stuck there. But the value's still going up. Plus, we lost some Bitcoin. You sent it to somebody, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> mysterious Bitcoin deposit. At this point, that would be like... Like buckets. asking somebody for your Bitcoin back is pretty... Yeah. Like, there's no way they're going to give it back. No, I messaged Buddy. He was like, we didn't get any Bitcoin. Oh, and, yeah. And, and it's gone I, up $500 since then. I sent him the fucking screenshot of the uh, transaction, and he fucking never responded. No. Well, that was the end. Yeah. <laughs> But this Bitcoin's hung up, yeah. It's hung up in a transaction and fucking. But it's go. At least the thing is, in that transaction, it's still acquiring more value because yeah. the Bitcoin number of Bitcoins doesn't change. That's good. So yeah, is there a donate the Bitcoin donate the button on the page? There There's something it? on the website. Yeah. yeah, maybe you shouldn't accept any more Bitcoins for a bit. Just you know, because you're gonna just lose them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just be like, yeah, well, that's the thing. We appreciate I don't the support. Think I like but... the wallet that I have. I don't trust it. I just want to get out of that wallet and use a different, a better program. But then, it, so I think I'm going to roll all that out with the new website. Because yeah. that means giving yeah. out a whole new number yeah. and everything. Yeah. And... That's a good idea. Is there even places in Calgary that you can use Bitcoin? No, but you can, we can, no, it's a pain in the ass, really. You can use it for certain things like jingles, kind of, but. It really just you transfer it to the PayPal account. Oh yeah, pay a fee. Plus now we got Felix, and now we have good Felix. old Canada. <laughs> That's right. There's no place you can actually yeah. spend Bitcoin Lobby in block. Canada. I wouldn't say. Where Where do you on the internet? Where you you can, we could buy drugs on the dark net. Why? That's, that sounds I fun. Some, I did that one time. CP. A guy at work, he says. Uh, Hey, there's a this website online we can buy drugs, and so we tried it. And in the mail, here came this like triple vacuum sealed uh, half ounce of what was it, albino rhino? <laughs> Funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Delivered from the Canadian Post. Was it good stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's way better than the than the grass that we smoked here. Yeah, this one. Oh yeah, you're up. Is, are uh, you, is he up north? Up in the sticks. Yeah, yeah, right on. I yeah. I am six hours away from you guys. You yeah. betcha. Yeah, right on. We well, have to come by yeah. next time you're in Calgary. Swing by and check out the igloo. Yeah, for sure. That'd be fun. I don't travel much, but maybe if I'm down there one time, I'll make it a special occasion. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, and yeah, keep listening. Thanks for having me, man. Jingle. Favorite jingle? It's the Cam Trails. Uh, <laughs> Which one? The good one or the Which bad one? one? Grams the one? good one, yeah. <laughs> Is that the Grams one, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see you in the chats. Yeah, you bet, man. Thanks. Okay. Graham is an all in believer in chemtrails. Darren is an all in believer in Wolfie. is an all in believer in evolution. He ended up putting in James's number because he couldn't find his Skype ID. Is that what happened? You didn't. You couldn't find James Cruz's Skype ID. No, he. Yeah, yeah. No, he's in there. He's in there. This one. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I'll try it. It was the only James Cruz without a number in it or something. So, James, we're calling you next. We're calling someone. Oh. Not calling James Cruz. I put his number in there as well. That's that other one, right? That one only has it. So, I do have uh, another UFO quote. You have another UFO? Call? No, it's too late. We're calling. Oh, I forgot. I have some messages we could play too. People have some messages. Save that for after. After what? After what the show. The... How's it going, James? I'm just working on my calves. <laughs> <laughs> you got some catching up to do. <laughs> oh, there's no, there's no way I'll ever come close to Grimes' cast. <laughs> <laughs>
Instagram. I'm a calf model done. <laughs> you just got to do it just sucking every day is lag day. <laughs> I don't even do them ever. Oh, you're pretty muscular. You doesn't have to. You make a point not to. You do to. a lot of jogging and running and you're fucking packing a little barrel of fucking, you know, a little keg of dynamite there. <laughs> he prefers okay, to call beef oh, well, cake. Oh, well, Let's talk oh, about James. Well packed. James Nation? <laughs> no, James Cruz. No. How's it going, James Cruz? No, man, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking about calves. That's what I'm... That's what I'm... <laughs> I'm talking okay. Nah, man, how's it going, man? This this is badass, dude. You guys need to do this like once a month or something. But I guess it would uh, uh cost a no, cost a little extra on the on the donation action. But oh yeah, that's true. That might yeah, that might. Uh, never thought about that, but that's it's a bit twenty five cents. It's a bit of a logistical nightmare too. Actually, it's it's much better this time. Last time it was just a shit show. We had too many people on at once, and it was crazy. Eventually, maybe we can streamline it. Yeah. But I mean, even we could, if we got into live shows, we could have people call in. Like we have to bug people, right? What do you mean? At this point, unless we start doing live shows, that's the only way it could really start, which would mean we'd have to get on a a better schedule. Well, you could do just like a, like a, like a Saturday thing, you know, just, I mean, it doesn't have to be a, yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be like a once a month thing where we do a live show once a month. We've, right. we've thought about that. Actually, we're open to other ideas on on content if you have any. You know, we we thought about maybe getting a little bit extra content out, but we're not sure. We don't have time to do the same format that we do four times a month or like every week. But we might do something like that, like a live show on a Saturday would be fun as extra content, or even. And now that we have instant communication, it is we don't have to be on a sta- the same schedule, really. You know, you, yeah. See, that's what we could just that, be. That's you know. what's really that's that's what's really cool about what you guys did, just by dropping an easy link that's been around forever. You know, a Google Hangout, dude. I mean, who would have thought it would turn into what it's turned into? Yeah, I'm. I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I know there's a lot of people uh, like that. Like you know, science or whatever, click the button. You know, I mean, would you say, Darren? Maybe like ten percent or something actually talk or interact 20. or something. Yeah, probably about twenty. Ten or twenty hardcore. Okay. There's ten like hardcores. I would yeah. say well, eight, eight to ten hardcores, and then there's like another another thirty. Ten. We're we're down to one hundred twenty since the purge. <laughs> the purge. The Grim Purge? The Grim Purge, yeah. And not Darren Grimes yeah. Purge. I didn't do it. I just asked someone to he do it. He just went in with the cleaver and started hacking dead weight. But like I said, we don't really want to be on Google anyway. We'd rather, you know, support something else or use something else. Then yeah, I'm already, just get shut I jumped off on both of them already. So yeah, we'll figure that out in the next, over the summer, we'll figure out what works best there. And then we'll make an app and change it again. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So how long have you been listening to the show and how did you find the show um let's see i've been listening probably about two years maybe two and a half years something like that uh but yeah i found it like same as a lot man through uh michael hanks dude wow and um yeah so through michael hanks i found yeah, I found you guys, and yeah, just like Grim. Yeah, well, you heard Grim talk about what we never heard of. Um, 
<laughs> which is going to be, it'll be fun. And that, and that's like, thanks to you guys, dude. I mean, for real, like, like I said, just by that easy little thing, it brings, it's brought people together and it's, you know, the like-minded, you know, type thing. And just through chatting and BSing with each other, you know, you end up like throwing ideas and it turns out being something really cool in the end, for sure. Like, and friendships that are made, you know, stuff like that. I mean, dude, it's just vast, you know, it's expanding every, every day. It's really cool. Right on. To hear about those story. kind of things. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't try to be too, you know, I don't want to throw you off too much, but just enough. <laughs> just enough. No, no, but we never thought it would end up being something no, like this, right? Crazy. I mean, we wanted to have interesting conversations and all, but to know that um, that we've uh, made a difference is pretty cool. Well, well, in, a, in okay, so okay, I'll give you like a story here. The at, like me never being like an experiencer. I'm sure tons of people obviously aren't. Maybe you grew up thinking some of this stuff was cool, this and that. Maybe you had a paranormal thing. I've never had nothing that. So I was always searching like for something I was, you know, I was, a, uh, you know, I, I used to be like a hardcore, like fader guy or whatever, you know, Jimmy church show. I was on there forever, you know? And then, uh, I think that's how I heard of Micah Hanks. I'm Micah Hanks, da, 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 da. Adam oil, you know, like the, all that stuff. So, and the list goes on now. And, and, um, anyway, so, you guys had, uh, as I was binge, binge listening, you know, I came across the um, Electric Universe thing, dude, with, like, Wall Thornhill and all them, man. And when, when I heard that, man, it, like, stuck with me like a ton of brick mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, just, like, glue, dude. And, like, it's the only thing, because I'm, I, I, can, I kind of, in the, in the Micah Hanks kind of side of, like, the skeptical side of things. So it's like that's you know, like I said, nothing's ever happened to me. I've never seen anything. Give me Project Blue Book, Blue Beam, or whatever, dude. You know, fake it, dude. Do something. <laughs> you know, like there's nothing out there for you. Yeah, I've never seen nothing. So I'm started researching this that, that that material, and it just and it grabbed me, man. And and I, yeah, and I, I like I feel like I found my thing. You know, like that makes sense to me, and. And I was able to spin off of that and then just, and then just recently you guys had a guy on that was kind of like, uh, I'd say maybe like three, three or four episodes ago. It kind of talking about, uh, same, same type of stuff, but, um, but yeah, man, you, you guys are badass, dude. And I thank you a lot, man. It, it's been really fun listening and keep up the good work, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. When are you guys going to start your podcast? I don't know. I mean, I, I want to get, like, I mean, Grim just picked up a mic, you know, and I want to get, I want to get one soon. Um, and yeah, I'm married with children. <laughs> but we're, we'll figure it out, man. It'll be soon. He lives actually pretty close. Uh, I mean, I think we have some pretty cool ideas. I don't know if it's going to be like, I, I don't know if we can come close to what it, you guys, because you guys have built up a, I mean, it might take time, but like a badass, like, you know, you're able to get these guests and stuff. I don't know if I could, 
do that yet or if we would be able to do something like that. It's more, I think I'm thinking more of like a, like a friends to know, you know, along those lines. And then maybe it'll turn into something like that. But, but what's just cool about like this, this hive mindedness type thing we're doing with the, with the chats and stuff is like, maybe we can just, you know, bring somebody on from there, you know, just have fun with it. You know? See what happens. Yeah. That's great. Like, I, 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 yeah. That's great. So is there anybody that you'd think that we should have on that you're, you've thought about uh, that you haven't emailed in about or something that we should think about? Oh, um, okay. I know that you guys have just started getting back kind of back into that, that the paranormal aspect, like ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you went over, I, I don't know if you, there was one just a little bit ago, but yeah, anyway, I don't know if you guys have heard strange of LA. Yeah, weird LA. Yeah, bizarre LA. Okay, but um, you ever heard of David Omen? David Omen? From I swear yeah, I remember from the Omen track house. that name down way back in the day. I don't know. Oh, dude, I talked to this guy once. I went. I did a. I actually did a podcast with a, a buddy that does it. Well, a guy that I met through podcasts, but yeah, uh, on the Electric Universe, he let me do a show on it. It was pretty badass, but. The night before, I called in, and that David Owen was on, and it sounds like the scariest freaking place ever. And it's in California, and, and you know the Omen House, like this from the story. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not. No. Oh, it's freaky, dude. I mean, I would say I, I can want to take up all your time, but look it up, man. This dude is crazy, and his house is crazy, like. Uh, you know, like the ghost, you know, I don't know, I hate the name names, but the ghost hunter dude with the, the sunglasses, you know, all Zach, dressed in black. Zach like, Malikin, yeah, Zach Baggins. Yeah. Baggins, Bilbo Baggins. So like, yeah, he says, like, he went into his house and became, like, like possessed and stuff. I mean, it was crazy, dude. Like, this this has got some awesome stories. It, 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 I'll send you, uh, I'll just send you a link that you can, at least can hear this guy, you know. And maybe it'll it'll intrigue you for a little uh, hockey talk. <laughs> what do you what do you think of places like that, like with the hauntings and like let's say uh, the East Eddy Ranch or that other that other ranch that people think the or even Mount Shasta, all these places that have like some portal kind of lore to them. Do you think there's something going on there with with locations? You know, it's kind of. I I, I kind of it was funny. I was trying to we were talking last night. And we're doing these like little live hangout things because we're like, why sit here and text? And so we started these little live <laughs> things. And uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's really evolving, dude. Like it's pretty fun. But uh, anyway, so I, I was kind of mentioning about portals because I just listened to an interview with uh, Grant Cameron. He's got a new book out. It's called um, Magical. I can't remember off the top of my head. Damn it, man. Magical, something about downloads, maybe, or something like that? Is he talking? No, um, I'll, I'll tell you in one second. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, but he was talking about... Uh, oh, it's, it's Man- managing managing, managing magic. Managing magic. There it is. Yeah. The, the government's and UFO disclosure about, plan, yeah. Yeah, it's about about disclosure, but on how disclosure will never happen because no one's going to show their deck of cards, you know, like 
for another country's deck of cards. So it's like no one wants to go first because <laughs> it's all about power, and the power is through the weapons, and the weapons are referred to as magic. And as far as the magic is even, it gets even deeper to portals because if you want to go to like like a like a nuts and bolts type craft or whatever, they basically don't exist because they're not going to fly like 10 million light years, you know? They pop through a portal or it's some ways that we talk or hear about, like, you know, it's on a different plane of existence or whatever. You know, they morph in and out. Maybe that's why, you know, in, a, in our 3D environment, maybe that's how we would view these type of things. So it is really interesting, but I like the whole portal aspect, but haunted stuff is kind of weird, man. I mean, I think there's something to that. I think there's something to, as I throw it back to electric, I think there's something that has to do something with electric as far as. Um, I like a lot of the being, electric until you get into the Saturn being, you know, starts getting oh, a little uh, fucking the black haywire sun. there at certain points. Well, that's more mythical, you know? Yeah, like, that's, yeah. like, the mythical yeah. parts of it, I think, are tough for me. But the, the more, well, I shouldn't say like, scientific, because I'm hardly a scientist, but, you know, the more nuts and No, yeah, that's what's cool about the, make sense. about the Electric Universe theory is cool, because it's, like, an open-sourced, like, you know, it's not funded by somebody. You know, they're trying to prove those theories, you know, like, uh... Well, at least how space, you know, in between the blackness, that's the ether and thoughts, this, you know, here, there can exist at the same time. And then you almost have that whole portal thing again. You know, there's some really cool aspects when you loop it all together, man. But like, um, but there's, a, you know, there's a lot of mystical and myth involved too with this stuff. You can get sucked in some deep rabbit holes for sure. But I just like, you know, as a skeptic, I like the thing that I can latch onto a little bit with the Electric Universe theory for sure. But uh, I, I did hear one crazy thing about ghosts, like a, one of these haunted house type things. You know, they, they would do these like tours, you know, almost like you would go on a haunted ghost tour thing or whatever. So basically they have one of these houses where they would take people and bring them all in and pay a shit ton of money and then you find out that they get busted for like piping in smells, messing with electric like just messing with people, dude. And just it's just you know, that gives it a bad name. Totally. And, like, there's a lot of bad names. Yeah, bad names going around with even in ufology, well any any of the fringe type stuff, you know. I mean, yeah. But that was pretty crazy, man. I mean so I don't know, but but as far as the most haunted craziest thing I ever heard of was that Damon David Omen. Yeah. And I'll send you some stuff on it, man. The guy is it's pretty crazy for sure. Yeah, right on. Maybe we should get back into that. Yeah. We'll do a Halloween it. episode for that or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the link to the show that he was on, and you'll be like, what the? Yeah, holy. yeah it's good stuff. Yeah, we should, because we want to get into that a little bit more of that. Ghost. We haven't done yeah. a lot on ghosts. So no, like, dude, he would be awesome for a Halloween show. No Less doubt than about 1% of the shows. Yeah. Right. It would be sweet. The guy, the guy sounds like, I mean, God, he sounds like he, there, you know, like he just has a desk like Scarface with the mountain on it. <laughs> and like he, he talks a million miles an hour, but it's so awesome, dude. The guy's got the scariest freaking stories ever. 
and some of the best ones, man. You'd have a blast with them. I know you would. <laughs> yeah, email me a link and we'll we'll see yeah. if we can lock them down. Right on, James. Cool, thanks for joining us for our two hundred twenty seventh passport to America. I, I, yeah, keep it going, man. Yeah. You have a favorite jingle? Four twenty. Four show. Four twenty will be amazing, right? Well, yeah, that'll be another. Yeah, I haven't even thought of that. We never even thought we'd get to. It'll be coming soon, man. Two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> favorite jingle? Uh, jingle. Oh man. Uh. uh I'm gonna go uh, Graham's uh, Biohacks. Nice. nice. Right on. I gotta get. The, I gotta get the coffee and the butter, dude. There you go. I'll see you Co- in the chats. Yeah, we'll we'll add a new jingle when I start the coffee enemas. So. That's a good one. Yeah. Ah. When are you starting the coffee, Animas? Uh pretty soon. Right. I gotta find. I gotta order the the anima bag and stuff, and they don't really sell them locally. I gotta maybe go online. There's one place like out west that. Why do you need a them. coffee enema? Why don't you just drink like a, well, five coffees and pretty much get the same result? No, aren't no, you? no it's, it's yeah. My friend's been doing. I mean, he says it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just wired. Like Folgers or Starbucks? What's your favorite? No, no, I would do do like full now, but (laughs) your butt. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new jingle there for Gramps. I'm making that one while he's on his coffee enema. Hmm? Next one. Yeah. So no, it's I would do I would do uh, yeah to line it up. do I would do the the you know obviously the mold free like Starbucks I don't think is very healthy a lot of these biohackers aren't even drinking Starbucks they're so sticking Starbucks in their ass no they're not no. like it's too moldy they're, so it would be like the bulletproof ones that are already like you know proven to not have the mold I uh, I've been drinking organic fair trade one fucking tree is planted for every bag I buy really yeah I've been I've been um, trying the different ones like that too where do you get that from. Costco. (laughs) (laughs) And you believe it's like fair trade organic from Costco. (laughs) There's a whole pallet. Exactly. Well, how do you think they ship them one at a time? (laughs) (laughs) We'll do Rachel next. Okay. Hello. Ahoy. Hola. Is that in there? What's going on? Somebody talk. Uh, somebody talk. Hmm. Is that Adam calling? Uh, yeah, it's Adam. Trying to maybe call. it's his cat. Or maybe he's muted right now. I don't know. We'll try in a while, Adam. Yeah. We're going to go on to the next one. Yeah. What's going on? Send it. He's a fellow podcaster, but he's on mute. Have you talked to Rachel before? No. I've read her emails before on the air. Ah. Flat Earther? No. <laughs> Hello. 
Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Hi, Graham. Hi, Darren. Happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're happy audio, to be here. Yeah, your audio sounds really good. Well, this isn't your first podcast, is it? Uh, it's my second, actually. Nice. I was a guest on um, a podcast called Wait, What If? Oh, nice. What if? What? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I guess it depends on, you know, who was the guest. But, you know, for me, um, I can... Uh, I guess I can kind of tell you guys, I mean, I kind of want to talk about something a little different than your other guests tonight. Sure. Um, uh, so kind of want to tell you guys about how I went from being a hardcore atheist, you know, the obnoxious type <laughs> to, uh, you know, like I knew it all, you know what I mean? To where I, I'm pretty sure that consciousness survives bodily death. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. I, lo I love those, those, uh, that, that path. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, unfortunately it came about, um, due to the sudden, um, death of my husband, uh, four years ago, I had just gone out to get groceries, you know, like I'd done so many Saturdays before that. And while I was away, my husband, Glenn had a, a massive, uh, brain aneurysm. So we never spoke again. It was the, it was, it was the end. I mean, he had surgery, survived, but there was, um, a lot of brain damage and, uh, long story short, he, he, uh, died five days later. Wow. And yeah, thank you. And, um, at the time, you know, before he died, I was, like I said, I was an atheist. I thought I knew it all, but then once he died, I just, I started to question that because I thought, you know, how could, it's so unfair that someone in the prime of life could just, you know, in the middle of, you know, their hopes and dreams all coming true and just finally making it all of a sudden, boom, you're dead. So it, I just kind of started to, to do research and, you know, some of it was actually you guys listening to podcasts such as, as yours. And it's like four years later that I've now started a foundation called connections of hope, where I want to help other people who have been left behind. And, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the story. So I remember reading your synchronicity on the show a little bit. You're at a conference and you, you know, you're, your um the truck your husband used to drive was in the parking lot like it was pr pretty profound for you was there any other s stories like that do you remember where it was a sign from him that sort of propelled you a little further on this well actually um Graham there was one before he died while he was in coma at the hospital um uh Glenn grew up in New York Long Island a Jewish family secular Jews, but still nevertheless, the traditions, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, he had this favorite bakery that they would always go to and get these cookies that he loved. And it was a one of a kind little bakery in the, the small town in Rockville center, Long Island. And, and on Passover in particular, they would get these particular type of cookies. Well, um, when Glenn was in the hospital, on Passover morning, it just happened to be. And like I said, he wasn't religious, but it was more the, you know, the tradition of the background of the family, whatever. So um, that was the morning that I was going to uh, get the news about the his MRI. 
And that's when I found out the um, severity of the uh, brain bleed. So I had to leave the room when the nurses did their shift change between 7 and 8 a.m. And that's after that was when the doctors were going to come around and and give me the um, news. So I went downstairs, got a coffee, a bagel, whatever, came back upstairs. It wasn't quite eight yet. And so I kind of took a seat to, um, you know, eat my bagel. And I looked over and there was a package of cookies. And it was the exact cookies that Glenn told me about from the same bakery in Long Island. Wow. And yeah, and I I took them, of course. And I, I took a picture and texted them to his sisters and they confirmed it's the same bakery. I called the bakery and I like, I said, you know, do you sell this stuff online? Uh, do you mail order? And they're like, no, no, no. They thought I was crazy. And where so, were you guys located again? Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. UCLA hospital. So, and it also was Passover and it was the exact same cookies, the same bakery. Wow. So that was kind of um, the the first the first you know clue, but you know what you guys believe it or not my first step out of atheism was watching Richard Dawkins TED Talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, the father of all atheism. I was like waiting for like you know white papers, peer reviews, everything, and all he did was um, make fun of dogmatic religion, and so therefore. Um, when you die, you're dead. I just felt it made no sense. It was like he was throwing the the baby out with the bathwater. Hmm. And then I like started researching on Google. Well, clearly science has it all figured out. It, it's atheism, conscious, you know, mind equals brain. And find in researching that no, actually science doesn't have it figured out. And they don't know where consciousness comes from. And they say it's a big mystery. But yet, if it's a big mystery, isn't that like all woo-woo, you know, that materialist scientists are all against? I don't know. Anyway, I've done enough talking. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's It reminds me of when I, I used to listen to podcasts way back when I started listening to podcasts. I used to listen to uh, this, a couple skeptical ones, and one of them was... And I don't even know why I why I was listening to these skeptical ones. But I started out a lot of my podcasts were like skeptics gui- skeptics guides to the universe, which right, was right. What, like the main the main guys like yeah. And and I listened to quite a few of them, and I was into a lot of the stuff they were talking about. But then it just got to be too ridiculed, you know. They're just too, they're you know when they, when they couldn't explain something or whatever, it's just too much too much ridicule, and it was too dogmatic for me. And then I just sort of ended up switching gears into all this. But I mean, I was. Uh, I was also, you know, into 20. spiritual stuff. Not really, because I was into spiritual stuff at the time as well, but I was still like, listening to all the science and skeptical stuff. But then, then of course, I went down a bunch of rabbit holes and then ended up here. Right, right, right. No, I, I agree. It's like, same same here. But I, I just kind of, like, took my step out of atheism with the atheists. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like... They just didn't have a foundation. So what, what do you want to talk a little bit more about your, um, your step into like creating this foundation of hope and stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, not yet, but I am on Twitter connections, hope. Uh, so, and, and I just started it a couple months ago and I have almost 
700 followers, which is not that much, but you know, I, I've been had I've had people from all over the world reach out to me that have had loss. I mean, this guy in Russia lost his mother, his father, and his children within two years, and that that's not my experience. So I just want to I want to help these people, and and um, also on Facebook, it's going to be Connections of Hope, nice. which I have it ready. You know, I'm, I really, you guys, I'm trying to like being very thoughtful and um, very, just very thoughtful in how I put everything out there Intentional, because I yeah. want to, I want to, yeah, I want to stay on message and um, just be very thoughtful and, and more into quality instead of quantity. But, you know, right now it's Twitter connections, hope, uh, then I will be Facebook within the next two weeks, connections of hope. And then after that, I'm, I will have a website which would be connectionsofhope.org and um, take it from there. I'm writing a book, a memoir, and um, just that that's um, kind of where it's going. Nice. But it, it's just kind of snow. It's um, kind of happening much faster than I thought. Have you, have you thought about actually trying to, I mean, this might be a little per- personal of a question, but have you ever tried thinking about um, contacting Glenn at all, like through mediumship or through... Well, I've done all that. And that's another part of the book and and things that I've been tweeting about. I've had all the connections. I've made it. Um, A lot of it that brought me to it was um, this thing called EMDR with with IADC. And IADC means instant after death communication. (laughs) And trust me, you guys, I am not airy-fairy. I moved to Los Angeles in the late 1980s in the height of the new age movement. And trust me, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but um, I mean, those people are so gullible. They believe anything. So I'm very skeptical. But, you know, I did experience PTSD after Glenn died because, I mean, I had to do life support, everything, went to the hospital, took him off life support. Very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And so I, I found... Uh, this doctor in Los Angeles, actually, who trained under the um, the the guy who invented it, Doctor Botkin in Chicago, who who worked at a VA hospital, and so I went there, and it's basically it's REM sleep, but you're but you're awake, so you're moving your eyes back and forth, and then you close your eyes, and you see things. It, it sounds so crazy, but it really happened. I went there. And he said, okay, picture yourself. You're just getting home from getting groceries and you're going into the bedroom and you're seeing Glenn and he's in total duress. And so I'm moving the eyes back and forth, I don't know, 20 or 30 times. And then he said, close your eyes. And then he said, what do you see? And this sounds so crazy, you guys, but I saw Glenn pop out of the top of his head and jump to the side of the bedroom and said, I'm over here. I'm over here. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm alive. Wow. Yeah. And, and I have never done drugs. Okay. But, um, and, and then even more. And then he said, okay, take yourself to the hospital. And you know, now you're taking him off life support. And so I'm, I'm envisioning him, you know, laying in, in the bed, in the coma with the ventilator on because he was never conscious. And within a second, he didn't have the ventilator on and he's sitting up on the edge of the bed and he's talking to me and his sisters and his son, and he's telling us all what happened, and he's fine. 
Mm. And this this all just happened in this doctor's office. And so I started going back and about once a month. And um, after about eight months, I started having kind of some experiences on my own at home or when I was out in nature. And it's it kind of freaked me out a little bit because I'm not someone that ever chose to be like a psychic or anything, you know, but I've had like a lot of incredible experiences that I, I can't really um, account for. But at the same time, I'm still a skeptic. Small ass skeptic. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I think like, you know, what about like when we were cavemen? It's like if there was reincarnation, would you want to like really come and be a caveman? I mean, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Maybe, <laughs> like maybe it was more peaceful. Maybe it was more peaceful back then. Maybe it was people were happier when they just had less, maybe, but then less what about, distractions. Yes, like, but then like, what about like when you were an amoeba or like a. <laughs> You like know, a wolfen. I mean, some days I would kill to be an amoeba. <laughs> yeah, a wolfen. <laughs> so do you have any uh, questions for us at all, Rachel? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, so what would you guys say, Each, I want each of you to answer, was your defining moment where you knew that um, when you're dead, you're not dead? If that, If you do think that way whether it was a guest on the show or a defining moment in your life or just an all knowing, or maybe you don't feel that way at all. That's my question. Okay. I'll answer first. Cause okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think it's more of a, I don't have a defining moment. I think it's just a buildup of different experiences and, uh, and an all knowing, but it's not, but I'm not, I'm not dogmatic about it, but I really think the evidence is, not only do I feel that way, but I think the evidence is pointing that way as well. And uh, I think it's just a mixture of listening to people's experiences and having my own experiences where just consciousness, I feel like it's, it's, it extends outside of our brain somehow and that we're not just dead when we die. What do you think? Mm, I'm still, still not sure. Yeah. Pretty convinced. Yeah. A collection of psychedelic experiences. Is that what it was, or was it your kids' past lives experiences? Like between dealing with life and death and eating mushrooms and such. Was it that trip report that you almost were going to die that we haven't heard about yet on the show? No. No, not that one. <laughs> Other one. Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't pinpoint it. It was a slow transgression, I would say. Ten years ago, I was an atheist. You were, yeah. So, what what got you out of being an atheist? I'm like looking for more evidence. I don't think there is a ton of evidence. You just have to look at the lack of evidence in the other direction. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, which I do. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Right on. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was yeah, so it was so good. Uh, thanks for telling your story and. Uh, you know, it's an important, it's an important one. You and Darren have both traveled from atheism to some sort of believer. Yeah, I think, I, I think so. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. I love your show. I stumbled upon it on, I think 
Twitter. I found mm. it on Twitter. Oh, that's right. We it meant to an, ask you that. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, it was an interesting subject, and I can't even remember what it was, but I I fell in love with the banter in the beginning. Oh, right. And on. then I, I I like yeah, and then I liked the um, you know, the chat. Okay, good. But keep keep up the good work, guys. The thanks, Rachel. Yeah, thanks. Keep in touch. Do you have a favorite jingle? Okay. Oh. Um, I don't know. You pick. <laughs> All right. Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to play pick. that one. I won't play that one. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> bingo, bingo, social media jingle. Don't forget to rate, comment, and or subscribe to the Grind America newsletter. Bingo, bingo, social media jingle. Don't forget to rate, comment, and or subscribe. If you're gonna to text me, you're gonna have to just have a fucking notepad. Newsletter, yeah. Is he there this time? Little Adam? What's going on with Adam? We're trying to get Adam on again. He's the only one we're having problems with, and he's a fellow podcaster. <laughs> Hello, Adam. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I got rid of the sad trombone. Oh, Graham's going to go for a piece. So you tell, you have until Graham gets back from his pee to figure out your audio. Adam. Maybe I could play What's it. wrong? You do like the train? Do you have the train jingle? No, I got rid of that one. Hey Siri, play a sad trombone sound. Uh, now there's no way fucking what's happening. Looking for sad trombone sound. <laughs> Did play it. Did it play the trombone sound? Yeah. No way, do it again. Wow. <laughs> Wait, let me try. For once, Siri did something good. Hey, Siri, play a sad trombone song. Sorry, I couldn't find sad trombone in your music. Hey, Siri, play a sad trombone sound. Your guy, your guy isn't as good, Darren. Hey Siri, no. play a sad trombone sound. <laughs> a sad one? Sad. I couldn't find a sad trombone. <laughs> you have to have Apple Music. <laughs> See, he's not good. You are fucking useless. <laughs> you have to have it's Apple Music. Was <laughs> oh, that what it is? Try harder. Yeah. You're, you're, hey, iPhones lives matter. Come on. No. Yell at your phone. I'm going to switch him to the fucking Australian guy. Actually, Because I'm sick of the fucking British guy. I'm sick of them. I got. Oh, yeah? s- I- hey, hey, hey! We'll get the U- UK posse on you, man. Sorry, UK posse. <laughs> My phone has an attitude since you became British. I've noticed it developing. What do you think the Australian guy will be like? You like some Tim Tams, Darren? You think I could download more? I think I'd like an Irish guy. That come off as weird. What's his last name? What's it start with? Mick. Do. Do. Mick.
Um, it didn't work out quite as I hoped. No answer. Uh, try his number, phone number. I think I mastered his phone number in there. Mastered it? Yeah. You mastered it like a fucking record? <laughs> hey, he mastered it. <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> it's okay, you mastered it. Didn't know you were talking to me. I was thinking about something. Of course. Is he? Does he have his own mountain? Ooh. Maybe John Dew. Only thirty minutes left on the speaker. Then I'll have to stop Ooh. it and restart it. So they'll all come crashing down. But then just don't worry. Just go back. I'll just start right back up. I refuse to pay them any more money. You've reached the voicemail box, Whoa. John Dew. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. After you leave a message, we leave him a funny. We should record a message on it. It'll be like on the podcast. Yeah, would have been good, but it's too late now. He could have listened back to his message on the podcast. I got some voicemails I can play in the interim. I got one ready to go. Happy fourth birthday, Grimerica. Amen. From your little kitty Grimericans. They're pretending to be cats. I love you. Oh, oh I think I heard a little I love you in there. Yeah. Oh, cute That's kids. No kids. Yeah. Uh, love you guys. Finally. Last chance, motherfucker. Hey, you got me. I can finally hear you. I've been having audio problems and yes, fixed yeah. itself on the second reboot. So, oof. That's okay. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, Graham's still peeing in the snow. Oh, he's back. Go Bango. There's no snow here now. He's playing. No? It's not winter all year round here. Just about. Most, just most of the year. Graham's got his shorts on, calves out, full effect. <laughs> Rock out with your calf out. <laughs> this is his fucking, you know. <laughs> Just about spit grape drink all over the place. I've always wondered why Graham always wants to wear shorts so much. And I think I fucking figured it out. He's like, any excuse to show off these fucking calves. It's kind of like when a girl gets fake breasts, you know, and she wants to show them off. That's Graham with his calves. I could just Graham, do you have calf implants at the cash register I've been accused. standing on his tippy toes I've been, ac- I've been yeah. accused of it so is uh, that how you got your current girlfriend you uh, flex those calves in front of her yeah. uh, he walks on his hands in front of all of his girlfriends I was in a golf tournament I had to tee off in front of like 170 drunk guys and they started heckling me about my calves. Look at those daddy calves. He's got implants. It was pretty embarrassing. I was sober too. They're and quite they spectacular. So many drunk guys. I think we should actually do a calf photo shoot for America calendar or whatever. No. Graham and his calves. So instead of firefighters, we just have Graham's calves on every month. Just different angles. Well, like, you know, he's on the beach or he's in the hot tub or... But it's mostly just calf. I think we should dress his calves up as famous UFO researchers so we can have like the Greer edition, the Jacques Vallée calf. I don't, I don't think so. You can fucking meditate to him. 
Oh, Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> no, just the calendar. It's good. I'm making uh, a, a cab sigil. I think Grimstake made socks <laughs> with Graham's picture on the front face. <laughs> <laughs> and then the picture of his calf. Those weren't mine. <laughs> oh no, just when he downloaded off the internet. Well, those weren't my calves. That's what I was telling you. Somebody was hoaxing my calves. I had my face and somebody else's could, calves. I on. wish I could figure out how to fucking do the a gift for episode art. Because, no, we don't need to. Because the episode art is priceless for this episode. If you're not using a podcatcher that lets you see the episode art, you're really messing up. Napoleon went above and beyond. Well, check out the show notes because there's a beautiful video in there too. No, there won't be. Yeah. No, I'm not putting the sexy video in. I doubt it. <laughs> Something tells me that's not going to make the cut. Show notes have to be done by tonight. I'm going to be very minimal this episode. That's right. I leave. I leave town in less than 48 hours. Nice. 36 hours. So, uh, how'd you find the show, Adam? Have we asked you that already? Uh, people forgot. I'm sure. Oh, I found you guys at Paradigm Symposium. So I met you in person without ever listening to the show. Graham was sitting at a little while. desk there, nobody around, just kind of looking around, weepy-eyed and Frodo-footed and handed me a sticker and I kind of ignored him. And I think I came back to you guys like a year and a half, but been in love ever since. It's because you didn't have your shorts on, I bet, Graham. I probably don't. No, nah, he had a shirt on. He had a Grimerica shirt no, on. No, his shorts. If you just saw yeah, those if, magnificent yeah, if, if that's calves. what it was, it was See, winter. Fairly, you didn't have his shorts on. Otherwise, I would have fallen in love with the short, the the calves. Yeah, we're fairly off-putting in person. This is a problem. That's why instead of a moai, you should have had a calf. Not to do events because huh. then nobody wants to listen to the show if they actually meet us. I don't think you're. No, off-putting. but I remember meeting Adam, and we chatted for quite a bit on the paradigm and all, and then we met him the year after. And then yeah, I no, think, actually, after that first meeting, I mean, we did we meet, we went the to the diner, year. we uh, hooked up with uh, Micah Hanks and a few other people, and we ended up having a really good time. In fact, I got in contact with Darren through the chat and, you know, email and stuff like that way before I became a regular listener. Yeah. I actually became friends with you guys first, and yeah. then yeah. Darren convinced me to get into podcasting. So, you know, between you and Micah Hanks, it's all your guys' fault. Yep. to blame. Micah Hanks kind of blame for our show, too. Yeah. And Ben Grundy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good accusation to give. Well, how's friends to know going there, Adam? I like it. I'm having fun. Um, as of this next week, which uh, we're starting to record, Justin and Napoleon are coming on as regulars. So for those people that have enjoyed them, it's going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoy working with those guys. So oh, that's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I- I'm sure you guys understand this when you do a podcast you start out thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns into something completely else. So I'm just really happy at where it's going. So I don't know. It feels a bit clunky now, but I realize I'm only 60 episodes in. So I'm sure once I get back to, you know, up to like 150, it'll start to feel like old hat. Ours changed direction literally a week before launch. Really? What was the direction change? Terrible to get. We were going to do uh, just like rundown news and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I think we were just planning on running down news, like chatting amongst ourselves, like three of us. And then we decided to just go the total guest route after, which thank God. Yeah. I think. Well, it's a good thing that you kept the uh, the banter in the beginning because that's what is, uh, that's what endeared me to you guys. Could you imagine if it was just that though? Jeez. Yeah. 
I'd like if it was just that with the guests. I, I enjoy more of the uh, the off topics. Not necessarily. You guys pull on a lot of the the oddball guests, um, which is great. I mean, pulling on uh, Randall before anybody had really heard of him, things like that. But you know, nothing on the big guests. But if I hear Nick Redfern on the Paracast, I hear him on you know um, Mysterious Universe, wherever else. I, I don't want to hear the same things. I want to hear him talk about something other than you know his latest book. So yeah. I like the banter. Yeah. Yeah. Old Nicky. We might have him on actually again. Too. Yeah, I was yeah, you to should. Uh, he recently it's did. I want to say up in all time. of America or it was a Greg Bishop show on his latest Roswell book, which sounds absolutely amazing. If I had the time to read it, it would definitely be in my library. Hmm. We were going to boycott Roswell at the beginning. It's been nearly No, don't years. don't do it on this. Nick Redfern's done a really good job. And I think he's finally dug down and found the core of what Roswell really is. So, I mean, if you're ever going to do a, a Roswell episode, I think this is probably the definitive one to do that you can lay it to bed on. So what is it then? What's the, what's the gist of it? Mm, I, I don't want to ruin the nutshell, but essentially it involves the balloons nutshell? and Jap. What's in yes. nutshell? He has an alternative it, theory the to Roswell. In the show, well, in words, the nutshell? Instead of laying out all the details, here's just a little clump. Japanese so essentially balloons? it's, Balloons and Japanese people and secret uh, American programs during World War II in which we had some crashes, some landings of Japanese and Americans. And part of that is that we were using apparently prisoners and people with physical deformities. So you come across a crash site that has some Japanese people in it. You come across a crash site that has some people that are dressed in spacesuits and they're deformed. You might think it's an alien. Especially if they've been up there for a couple of years. And I'm doing what? it no justice. Literally a nutshell. Up where? Well, they well, they would have been. Since the war? 45. Up where? In the in atmosphere. The balloon, bro. Well, the idea would be that you would float through the jet stream, I think, because during for World a while, War II, there a was a lot of bombs. They're floating around for a couple of years up there, just dead. <laughs> They're kind of like look alien esque. Like is that what's happening, though? Is that, am I picking it up right? No, no. What they would do is, I think, from Japan, because the jet, the the jet airstream uh, blows right over the United States. They would launch an, right over, um, right over Roswell. Yeah, but Roswell was two years later. But Roswell wasn't known about then. So you know, whenever something after, after Japan surrendered. No, but it was it was known about because it was the only nuclear, like it was the only um, atomic bomb install installate where people were flying atomic bombs. Well, out no, of, right? moving nuclear bomb. goes Darren, and, and I haven't read the book, so uh, you know the details are, are not crisp with me. But I think what it is, is that's what they were doing with the war. And we developed our own balloon program and we had our own crash. And on that uh, crash is what happened and was discovered. Instead of saying, hey, look, we're doing, you know, we've had Japanese land in balloons in America during the war, which you don't want to say that you've had the enemy land on your soil. I mean, we had bombs blow up and land on the soil by the Japanese that we didn't talk about through the same type of air balloons. So, you know, hey, look, you know, we were taking U.S. citizens who had physical deformities, you know, had them sign a sheet. They crashed and died in the desert. And it's all too, you know, covering up foreign invaders. I don't know. It's a story I believe you should get next. And he can certainly do it much more I justice. I like the better idea of them, like, stranded up there, like, lost in the balloon. Yeah, but they'd they be skeletons by years. then. Yeah, they'd be skeletons. Did any of you guys ever see the old Gilligan's Island? That, uh, where they found the old Japanese soldier and he didn't know the war wasn't over? He's that's Co actually that was Korean, I think. No, it was Japanese. No? It was, was it Japanese guy? World yeah, War that's II. happened before in real life. There was a guy they found like fifty years after Vietnam who didn't know that it had ended. This was yeah. Well, the Gilligan's Island had only been fucking twenty years after, I guess, right? 
Yeah. So Why don't you get Nick on as a guest, guys? Yeah, he's talk got, to him yeah, about his yeah, new yeah, book. Yeah, we should, yeah. We've Before he's got on. another new book. Because he'll have one in another two weeks. <laughs> the guy's yeah. a machine. Yeah. <laughs> We've been na- making Nick Redfern book jokes since the first episode. Yeah. He's always pumping them out. Some of them are good, though. I really like some of them. Yeah, and they're good, interesting topics, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Nick was just on uh, Alejandro's podcast, and oh. they were talking about this. I just listened to it last night, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. You should bring him on. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool alternative theory. Yeah. And he's probably one of the coolest, nicest guys in the field, too. So, I mean, he's always worth supporting. It's my favorite thing about the dude. Nice guy. Yeah, Nick's, Nick's fun. Yeah, when uh, we met Adam, we met Nick, and we chatted for hours, eh? Everybody in, at that symposium was great. Is that, are those guys going to the red pill? No. No. I might come if you want to do go do that. We can take my car. I'm probably going with my girlfriend. Oh, are you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> Hey, hey Siri, play the sad trombone sound. He sounds all sad on the episode, last episode, looking for someone to go with. James offers and just, no. <laughs> Burn. Wow. No, you can come. Oh. You can but I need you to look sit. after the cats. That's what I'm oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I'll take the cat. You can sit in the back. No, you take cool. Zeus and yeah. I'll go down on the red pill. Hey, cool. mail Zeus down to me. I'll take care of him. Zeus is awesome. No problem. I'll fucking bag him up. Oh, I'll take him. He's got to come to see Uncle James. <laughs> Old Uncle James, peanut yeah. butter weekend. Yeah. Uncle James gets him hooked on treats. Oh, and yeah. He won't shut up now when I get home. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah, oh, sneaking in that catnip. Oh yeah, Graham's got a band in the house. He does like the catnip. That's for sure. Loves that. No, he doesn't. Oh, he loves it. No. <laughs> catnip. Uh, I got no, a, he, I got a video of him loving it. Oh, yeah. Little addict. Yeah, he's a straight-edge cat. You ruined him. Little weed machine. What else you got, Adam? Do we have any other... Did we already do the... How'd you find... We did the how'd you find the show. We did the how we find... uh, You didn't ask me who I'd like to have as a guest on your show. Who'd you like to have as a guest on our show? Don Ecker of Dark Matters Radio. Uh, been in the field a long time. He likes to talk about lunar anomalies. And if you ever want to talk to any about anyone about uh, UFO history, he is the person to go to. He's been in the field running UFO magazine from way back in the day. He's an ex-detective uh, who got into the field. And I don't know. I, I don't think there's anybody that has a bad thing to say about him. If you look at the old like Brookings report, which was you know the report that came out saying that essentially if we release and announce that there's going to be UFOs uh, or that we've had alien contact, you know, religion will fall apart, economic you know uh, systems will fall. All that was the Brookings report, and those files were found by Don Ecker. So I don't know. He's a he's a staple in the field. You guys should try to get him on. Right on. Yeah, we'll think about that. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard him before quite a bit. Yeah, past, I recommend people listen to his uh, his podcast. If you, re- that's why I really started to to learn about the the history of ufology. And he does uh, episodes on debunking people. He uh, he has I don't know just a lot of really old stuff, uh, things that you wouldn't hear about, going all the way back to the Donald Kehoe's in the beginning. And man, I think I've heard three or four episodes that he has done just on exposés where he um, outs people as being frauds in the field. It's really cool. Right on. Bingo, bango. Thanks, Adam. Bingo. Maybe during my vacation, I'll come on Friends to Know. Yeah, you're always welcome, man. Get drunk. Make an ass of myself. 
right? We'll we'll slam some dad juice down. Uh, Adam can make us some onions. That's right. Cook some onions, inhale some knowledge, and drink some dad juice. Yeah. Are you still on the onion kick? Ah, yeah. I fucking love onions, man. They're delicious. Adam, I'm doing this like no carb thing right now. It sucks, buddy. Yeah, give, oh. James, give, give James some tips on week, keto. Take some MCT oil. Go get some keto canna on uh, Amazon, and you'll be fine. Okay, well, we'll talk about it later because I hate it right now. I can't have any bread. I can't have any good pasta stuff. Yeah, it. yeah. Stay on it long enough, you'll start craving it, and it'll yeah. be old hat man. I feel like a crackhead right now just when I look at a piece of bread. You know, like, it's crazy. Eh? You yeah. get addicted to carbs. It's crazy. Oh. It's a mindfulness thing. Bring your back, yourself back to the moment, oh, to the God. breath. I don't know what to and eat. And just think about how fucking good. All right, so you don't, you just have butter. Do a hair. You can't go. You can't. You can't go to any buttery rep. piece of sourdough bread, just toasted to oh, perfection. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't go anywhere and order any food because it's all got carbs, all of it. Yep. You can't go get a burger. You can't do anything like you know. What are you gonna what eat? The patty chips. I don't know. Full of carbs. Uh, carbs they're that's, are the they're best. basically <laughs> carbato chips. That's all it is. Is carbs. Go to, the, go to this sugar? place downtown. It's called Fork and Salad, and it's just you can just order big bowls of salad. Big Fork and Salad. Yeah. <laughs> can you tell the aggravation in my Carbs my tone? Yeah, you're all grumpy. Yeah, because I can't have bread. Get this guy some carbs. I'm gonna have and people think the earth is flat. I'm gonna keep a little <laughs> bag of chips down here for when James comes over. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm all fired up about no bread or no carbs in the flat Earth today. Sorry. Yeah. Not hard to set me off. Hey, Grimstake, quit smoking, you fuck. <laughs> You're going to get him to quit, aren't you? I'm going to keep bugging him until he quits, yeah. Start smoking the green stuff. Get rid of the brown. Smokers are jokers. Devil's lettuce. It's brown. Flush it down. Why don't you do a podcast about how the legalization is coming? Yeah, we should do it. Yeah. Get a... Get a, <laughs> get a get oh, that'd a, be a guy, the, uh, the founder of Normal. Try to get him on. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Right on, Adam. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will see you guys around. You obviously are friends, so. All right. All right, brother. Yeah, we'll talk soon. See you, bud. See you See in the chats. Favorite jingle? Oh, yeah. Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, of no. course. Oh. That's great. Good old Bob Saget. Oh, I'm taking just off my headphones. Turn it down. <laughs> Some say they like coast to coast. But on demand, raw and uncut interviews, and all without no ads. One says false and one says true, and the rate of sync grows too. America, America is here for you. Stories from the listeners, they sent to Graham. He'll read the man, be amazed, but Darren may say no. One says red and one says blue, but if it's balls, it just won't do. America, America is here for you. Hello? Hello? Hey, how are you? Good. Happy birthday, boys. Oh, thanks. (laughs) 
Grounded and Countess is a birthday. It'd be too many. <laughs> hey, I'm right up there with you, buddy. <laughs> right on. So we've got Janine. We can say your name, right? This is an anonymous. Sure. Janine sure. is Go with us. It. Right on. Yeah. So uh, how did you, how did you, let's start at the beginning. Like, uh, I know you want to tell one of your extended synchronicities, which will be interesting. But how yeah. did you, uh, when did you find us and how did you find us? Um, probably about a year ago. I think I was looking through some Gordon White stuff and happened across your podcast. So I've been listening ever since. Good old Gordon White. If it wasn't for happenstance, we'd be fucked. (laughs) Like our main thing. I found found you on YouTube, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty low tech. I don't do a whole lot of podcast apps or anything like that. Just good old YouTube. (laughs) YouTube actually gets the art. Oh, does oh. it? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I think. That's good. Yeah, YouTube's one of those things like we, we some some episodes do really well on YouTube and some don't. Yeah. And, you know, luckily it, we automatically upload it when we do the podcast. So it's just another platform that we can use. Yep, we've it's been, a good one. We've been thinking about doing more videos, like content of our listeners. Like <clears throat> some of our listeners have presentations or really interesting data and, and graphs to show, but it's, uh, it's still, we're still not really sure how we're going to do that yeah. or if we should put that extra time in to do that. Yeah. The, the live casting thing would be cool. I think. I think we'll figure that out maybe for special events. Yeah. We were know. just looking yeah. at it tonight, but it was, we, we weren't prepared enough to get, to get on that. So we decided to use the, uh, the speaker one instead. We were much less prepared than we thought we were. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how much effort it takes to get it all coordinated. Yeah, four years we haven't learned a thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> the learning curve is low. <laughs> so tell us about your uh, your uh, synchronicity, if you don't mind. Do you want to pick your own synchronicity jingle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a remix for you, Felix. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I really know all the synchro okay, jingles. Okay. Here, I'll pick one. I'll yeah, pick one pick for a random one. Synchronicity. The, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You like the guns one. <laughs> That's not everyone's. Everyone's favorite is the other one. Yeah. Or did we already play Graham's an old rocker yeah. at heart, though. Oh. That's why. Totally. <laughs> We should get you a fanny pack or America fanny packs. <laughs> That's the wrong one. That's my favorite. I want a good skull from a synchronicity Graham reads it out, then Dara might give it to me Hey, don't you please read it low, yeah, yeah Why don't you come and sing this with me, Graham? Come sure. up on stage, you can rock that one out, but Monday, I gotta start at uh, karaoke first, maybe I'll do I'm, one Let me know when I'm coming He's gotta practice See, no, you're not gonna <laughs> he, You can put on the kilt and sh- show off your calves like how <laughs> Axl Rose did, you know, running around. With sure. Doc I got I to gotta, I gotta practice at the, the karaoke first, though, because I, okay. I don't know. If we'll I'm go kidding. to Duckies. But it's on my face to fear list. You can do it, buddy. You will kill it. I don't think Graham will actually get up there on stage, to be honest. Excellent. He looked pretty serious right now. He looked me right in the eye, gave me the old finger don't, point. He's don't. like, I'm in. Yeah. yeah like, you know, like, America <laughs> wants you. Gave me one of those points, but I don't, I'm not buying it. You jump out of an airplane, but you won't sing. I don't think. Tell me when that happens. No. But don't don't it, tell him that you told me. It's not going to happen. No, but just in case. Okay. 
Let's have a ch- Grammarica challenge. Get Graham up singing and I'll record it. Are you kidding? We can't even get people to donate. How are we going to get fucking enough people? How about to- we can get people to donate to get, if you reach a, a dollar value, Graham will go and sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 500 bucks. Donations. Every, well, Grammarica.ca slash Graham sings. And whoa, then, whoa, whoa. Graham shame is worth more than 500 bucks. Okay. Thousand. Yeah. Thousand bucks. <laughs> and then we'll get him up on stage with my band. He'll, he'll practice a song, come to rehearsal and get up on stage and we'll video it. And then we'll put it on the group. Oh my page. God. We'll go to the costume shop and yeah. see the classic rocker. Open. Yeah. We'll get him the red bandana. He can be Axel. You get him to do Paradise no, City. I'm not going to yeah, do the well, dancing and yeah, stuff. We'll no. get some dancers for you. Yeah. It'll be great. No, no. Don't blow we your can, budget. He just has to do, come and sing. <laughs> You're you spending all do, your money. You're you just spending on two girls as thousand dollars. You can do the auditions. No, he, no. You guys take the money for the podcast. He goes up and sings after you guys get a thousand bucks. No dancers, donations. no fuck off. No, you can't afford that. No, we got to get it. This isn't the Rogan show. No, we have Janine here. We got to listen to her. Okay, yeah, yeah. Enough of this. Sorry. I'm getting too, I'm getting all sweaty. And Look, he, his calves are getting all shiny. <laughs> getting all nervous. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hijack that. Oh, no worries. If I can come on a podcast, Graham, you can get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yes. I do I do want to face my fear in that. I know I know I have an unrational fear about it, so Yeah. He still thinks there's only twenty people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, well things change, don't they? Yeah. We'll I mean that's soon. part of the reason I'm really nervous actually. It's kind of crazy how nervous I am. That's Graham's fault. See It's really not. <laughs> But uh, yeah, synchros. That's kind of why I'm here. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Fire away. What do you got? Fire away. Um, it all. It's really kind of woo woo and goes way back. So that's what strap in. All right, okay. y'all ready for some crazy? Yep. All right. It it goes all the way back to 2012. <laughs> but uh, I was working. I work nights. And I was working. Uh, and we have a phone system at this place that usually rings overhead when we have an incoming call. And the, our phones in the pharmacies only ring, say, if there's an internal call from another phone inside. Well, my phone rang and it, a bunch of crazy digits showed up on the thing. And I was like, where is this from? You know, thinking it should have rang overhead. If it was an out, you know, an incoming call and somebody else would have got it. So I'm like, well, it must be for me. So I'll just pick up the phone and picked up the phone. And there was like this crazy electronic noise. I was like, okay, weird. So, um, yeah, the numbers were strange and I just kept wondering about it. Like I had to hold the phone away from my ear and eventually just hung up because it was just really loud. But I ended up writing the numbers down. And then it just kept bugging me for a few days. So I, I, I don't even know what crossed my mind, but I, uh, I ended up Googling the numbers and some stuff came up about the Mayan calendar, <laughs> strangely enough. And uh, I don't know. I just did some math. I wish I wrote down what the numbers were, but it was, you know, over four years ago. And I just didn't, I didn't think anything about it after it happened, but it, I did some math with what came up and it pointed to 2016. I was like, okay, 2016. 
that's four years to wait. So get most of the way through 2016 and, you know, there's nothing going on, but it's still in the back of my head. And then it was like the last week of December. And uh, (laughs) I think I remember it had to do with like your uh, Keck episode, your Pepe and 4chan episode. Mm -hmm. And um, I walked into my kitchen and like, the power had been normal all day. Nothing had happened. I walked into my kitchen and my microwave read two, 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 two. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's weird. I don't even know how it got on a 24 hour clock. It never does that. So I don't know. It must've been after that, that, uh, listened to that episode and, uh, oh yeah, I'm a, I almost forgot I had to write this down because it's so long. So like the two, 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 two kept bugging me. And I remember looking it up too. And, uh, it got into some numerology. (laughs) Yeah. And okay. That gets crazy. Um, sorry. I'm really nervous. That's okay. Kind of nuts. So there's this thing, I looked up this numerology site, like it was really funny that I I just kind of plugged in 2222 to see what would come up on the Google, because you know the Google and algorithms these days, and uh, hit on that numerology site, and it came up, the third post was um, this thing called the Master Builder, (laughs) which I thought was really funny. Uh, as far as that numerology goes, because like I have a degree in architecture. (laughs) So that was kind of ironic. And I kept reading and it was, it was pretty, pretty far out about um, just rebuilding things. And, you know, I don't know, (laughs) crazy stuff. So then that's when your, your, your Keck episode kicked in. And that kind of blew my mind because I didn't really realize until that episode, like the significance of the two, 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 two. (laughs) And then I I was kind of like, oh, my gosh. What do you do with that? Right. So, um, yeah, it all kind of came full circle when I came around to to donate. Like I was going to sign up for some stuff and donate and um I scrolled down on your button bar and there was two, 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 two <laughs> on your donate thing. So I was like, all right. I wonder if I'm tricking people. Right, I guess that. I got to do that. Yeah. Guess I need to do that. I guess the universe says that's what you need to do. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of full circle. Here I am. <laughs> I wonder if there's any other numbers I can put up there to. To trigger people, <laughs> trigger, trigger numbers, donation triggers. Well, thanks for all the thanks for the support. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I hope you're it buys one, me a good rating. You're a one percenter. Well, hey, yeah, that'll get you an eight. Help. That'll get you an eight for sure. Awesome, that's pretty sweet. So it's kind of a very disjointed story. It's it's kind of long and drawn out, but the fact that it's, I mean, I've been having crazy like the whole days. And weeks after December, stuff has just been like nonstop for me. It's 
it's really strange, like starting to, you know, meditate more and get clearer on things. And like, I'm finding things easier. I'm led to things more. I'm starting to like see things that happen. Like I get visual images of things. And then like a week or two weeks later, like that thing actually pops up in my field. (laughs) Just like, whoa. So I'm kind of wondering if anybody else is experiencing this, if it's like a, you know, ionic super wave from this kind of thing. Anybody else tuning in and turning psychic or am I just kind of like making this shit up? No, I think it's, I think it's happening. I think things are shifting for sure. Or or precog. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Nothing weird has ever happened to me in my life. It's just, I don't know. Stuff's starting to roll. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I mean, I mean, you I always wonder if there's something that people like because you're tuning in more and you're focusing more, maybe stuff is happening easier. Yeah, and I've started eating better and like trying to detox, like get real, you know, clean out and I think you notice see if that, that helps tune. You more. notice that more once your mind starts to kind of relax and slow down when you're not as busy or you're not as distracted, you know? You start to tune into those things more. I agree. I mean, I was for the first, I don't know, what, 15 years after college, always focused on a career and then had some interesting things happen that in retrospect, it was like pushing, it pushed me in a different direction. And now I think it was kind of intentional, but uh, yeah, I've found a really great job where it's very low key and pretty much can spend my hours at work researching stuff and digging. So it's like digging all day and digging all night. And, uh, that's, that's definitely what they don't want you to do. They want to keep you busy and you know, the proverbial day wants you to not focus on anything else, but the grind. Yeah. Is it, is it you that has that, um, the daily record of your sky at at sunset? Yeah. So uh, you, so on Instagram, you have a, the fires in the sky account, right? Yeah, that's me. And uh, you take pictures of your night sky at sunset all the time. It's pretty cool. Like the pink one there, the pink and blue at the top. Yeah. I try and be objective. I mean, some people do nothing but just, you know, photograph the bad stuff and keep it in your face. It's like, I just want a real true record of what's happening, you know, just so I can go back and look and see if it's getting better or getting worse. You know, that kind of thing. And just for posterity's sake, I guess. For Graham's focusing on all the chemtrails on those pictures now. <laughs> chemtrails. Yeah. He's like, yep, chemtrail, chemtrail, not chemtrail, there's, chemtrail, there's not a chemtrail. Lot. I mean, I started last year just because it was undeniable. And it's like, this has never been this bad. And I'm like, I'm just going to start doing this. So. Yeah, that's, see, that's but the I thing. I think that's how we change stuff is, you know, start pointing at stuff and say, this isn't right, this isn't right. Start making noise. Yeah. So do you have any, how many people are, that, you know, now that you're doing a different job and you're digging in, do you have any people you would suggest we have on the show or anybody you'd want us to? Oh, man, do? you guys hit so many good ones in like the last three months. It's just, oh, I don't know that there's anybody left. <laughs> Do you have any favorite apps? Oh, man. Uh, I have to say, like, I have about three or four that are really great. But honestly, your Craig Flowers episode was 
pretty intense. That oh, was that's pretty great. Awesome. Ooh, that yeah, crazy. That, he was really good. Like I'm still wading through his paper. It's it's amazing. So yeah, Dan Winter great. was another one. He was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, those were two of my favorites back then too. And Craig would Craig yeah. would love that because Craig was really just a listener and he had this paper yeah. and he wanted to share it and it took it took us a while to, to finally get him on but no he's on to some he's on to some serious stuff yeah and the, and, the, and the dan winters thing as well i mean that I, yeah. I i've been meaning to read his paper in a little bit more depth especially since we've you know realized that yeah you know i think he was involved in the creation of that netflix show oa which is really interesting seriously yeah that was crazy. very interesting yeah. Well, you know, they got to park the truth somewhere, don't they? <laughs> yeah. And, well, and, and, you know, I think it was stolen off him. I mean, he's like, well, yeah, these guys from Hollywood came by or whatever. And I never heard back from him, you know? Oh, well, I can see where, yeah, I can see where that would be. Oh, no, am I, I'm thinking the wrong, am I thinking the right guy, Darren? Dan Winters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Or is it Dan Davidson? Am I thinking the wrong guy? It was probably Dan Davidson. Yeah. I'm thinking the wrong guy. That yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, they're, the they're truth is good. somewhere between fiction and science. So, yeah. Right on. Well, thanks for coming on the show. You have a favorite yeah. jingle? Oh, you know, sorry to do this, Graham, but no. the chemtrails no. one is pretty good. <laughs> the, the good, the good, chem, well, there's that other one with Kate Bush's song no, mixed in and all. Nobody oh, wants to hear that. Chemical it. trails. <laughs> chemical trails. <laughs> I heard that guy. He got interviewed by yeah, some. I heard it too somewhere else. Somewhere. I go, that's from our jingle. Yeah. I think it was Alejandro or did it or oh, one really? of those guys. Yeah. There you go, Graham. All right. <laughs> Graham is an all-in believer in chemtrails. You get a hard, you get a hard rap on that chemical trails jingle. That's it. That's it, buddy. Yeah. No more, John? No. Well, I don't know. You want to try him again? We should try him again. Sure, try him again. Yeah. Hey, Johnny. And if not, we'll leave a message. Leave him a jingle message. Hopefully he's not on the East Coast. Is he on the East Coast? Or we like, wake him up like in the middle? No, no, of I don't know. I told him the time, so, okay. yeah. And I didn't get uh, Bob's. I never got Bob's address. So should we just wait. fill his mailbox up with jingles? Yeah, we should. Do that. <laughs> we should just we should just do the outro. Do the one. Let's just do the yeah. outro on his on his. Uh, do the Gray America, whatever home videos one. Grim, don't fucking share the hangouts or join in the other chat rooms. I guess you can still share the hangouts until we find a home base. Maybe you got stage Hello? right. You've reached the voicemail box of John Do. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. After you leave a message, you can modify it by pressing pound. All right, let's see how long we can leave this message. Hey, John, it's the Great America room, Show. Yeah. Might as well just end it. End what? The show. Yeah, let's end the show right now on John's message. Okay. John had some experiences to talk about meditation and psychedelic and all that. So maybe we'll have him on next time. Yeah, or you can email him in. Yeah.
Yeah, he can email them in too. Actually, I everyone think I, wants more passports. So I don't know. We'll figure something out. Everyone wants more passports, more. really? Seems yeah, maybe. we'll see what happens after we actually release this. Yeah, see what the feedback is. Um, I think I do have one left over that I haven't read from him yet. So to read that on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for the four years, buddy. It's been good. Four years already, eh? Yeah, yeah it's pretty Four crazy how long it's been. Your ugly mug across yeah. the table. Yeah, You're getting shorter and balder. I'm getting fatter and, and balder. balder. <laughs> One common know. theme: everyone's getting balder. Uh, so yeah, big thanks everyone. Check out greatamerica.ca/support, guys. Seriously, the uh, the one percent or less of people that do that are the people that uh, keep this shit going and allow us to do these live things. And oh shit. No, we can't. We can't just do it without playing the other voicemails. There's a couple more voicemails. Okay, we'll play a voicemail on John's voicemail. Yeah, we'll play two. There's two. Okay, start with this one's from a friend of the show, Nick the Rat. Oh, Nick the Rat. Are you still leaving him a voicemail? Yeah. Hi, uh, America. <laughs> I just want to say happy birthday. You're four years old now, which is a little bit too old for my taste, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, the younger the better. But I just want to say, uh, uh, oops. What? M and Darren, you you guys are great. You you really bring you bring uh, important topics to the forefront, and and it's great listening to you. Sometimes I like to lay there late at night and rub oil all over all over my body while I listen to the show. Ooh, uh, and Napoleon's art is great too. So that that just that's like the cherry on the top of the show as well. Uh, keep it up. Uh, Go Canada. Uh, Nick, Nick the rat out. <laughs> Happy birthday, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick. <coughs> Good I thought there. I had more time. Yeah, this one's from, uh, doesn't say who it's from. Oh, have Myst- you heard it? Mystery. No, I haven't. I didn't. No, you, what? You haven't even listened to it anything, yet? No. You this. didn't even screen Nick's there? This is what they've said in the last hour or so, that the, uh, the incident of Vauxhall, that's just down the river from where we are here, is not connected to the incident here uh, about a third of the mile down the road behind me uh, at Borough Market. Uh, they've asked for uh, common sense and restraint to be used when people circulate pictures and videos. Of- so that was from the UK posse, obviously. <laughs> oh, please, okay. Incidents. I wonder um, if you like... Your message has reached the maximum incidents. duration allowed. Uh, to send a message, uh, just hang up. Or for more options, press 1. To recall back. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh. To send the message, just hang up. Or for more options, press one. All we can do is hang yeah, up. hang up on on John, and then did you hear the happy birthday out of the UK posse there? No, out of the recording, it came out. Somebody said happy birthday on the voice message. Sounded British. Yeah. I didn't hear that. British. Oh. Where just at the very end? Yeah, that was the first message. What? No, just at the very end. This is what they've said in the last hour or so, that the, about a third of them are pictures and videos of incidents, um, and that's something they've said in previous uh, incidents as well. Happy uh, birthday. Uh, uh, they've said a number of... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That could have been Kevin. I don't know. Could have been anyway, Kevin. There's one been, of the UK, one been of the many. Big shout out to all the UK posse out there. Friend of the show, Gainer, the yeah. other gram. Yeah, the other, the other gram that people always, used to always think was you. The Graham. The, the Graham.
I think that's about as good a spot yeah. as I know to wrap it up, guys. Yeah. Support the show if you can. GrubAmerica.ca slash support. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we are on holidays for a couple of weeks, but the show will continue. Yep, you won't out. even notice a difference. You won't even notice a difference. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.